Yo, scrap the video. How y'all feeling about this extra sleep? Shit, I didn't even know, honestly. I woke up at like 7 and I thought it was kind of early, but I was like, shit, let me get up and do something with my life. Oh, that shit can, uh, yeah, I woke up like 6.30. I was like, ain't no fucking way. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no fucking way. I was fighting to go to sleep last night. Yeah, I went to sleep at like 2 or 3, somewhere around there because I was watching Narcos. And I was like, damn, we're waking up kind of early, but it is what it is. <laughs> but shit, it is what it is, man. Niggas got a jam-packed fucking pod today, man. Yeah, I was gonna say we we, we might just have to get straight to it. So so fuck all the fuck all that recap shit. Yo, 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 welcome to the Brazy Bunch Podcast. It's your boy Moose Mancino and the city of Houston and Travis Scott, uh, aka fucking uh, Watkin, whatever the fuck, you owe me some money. <laughs> just, <laughs> just know that. <laughs> um, but we here, we got my nigga C's in the building. We are back, we are back, man. Full, full, fully packed pod for y'all, man. We excited. Let's get to it. Yeah, man. A lot of info, a lot of different topics, but we're going to jump into it. We got my nigga Donut in the building. What's up? It's your boy Donut, man. Let's get into it, man. Let's let's jump right in. Head first, as they say. Oh. All right. <laughs> Why do they even sound? <laughs> yeah, be head first, man. Sometimes, I don't know, it's different when you dive in head first than when you just jump in with your feet. Have Is you that sexual? Oh, I don't know. Hold on. <laughs> I thought it was a swimming thing. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> oh, okay. But I was like, I've never, I've never uh, dove in the pool head first. Oh, bro, I remember I had to do like diving lessons. I, I don't know what grade this was. I think it was like summer camp or some shit. I was fucking my stomach up. Diving is hard. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why are y'all forcing me to do this? I clearly cannot. Yeah. Try it nah. again. I, I would be concerned because uh. Just the form that you gotta use just don't look like real swaggy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's. So niggas yeah, doing I, straight I would, belly I flops. Put, Shit. I would hate to put myself in a uh, like a meek meal J J position. I'm not. I'm never doing that. You'll never catch me attempting to dive ever again. God damn. Yeah, that makes sense. But uh, Shima, how, how y'all doing, bro? Shit, how you doing, man? Yeah, I know yeah, you. Yeah. You, you, you had a traumatic weekend. Yeah, man. How you, uh, you been good? You, you been sitting with your thoughts, man? Sitting with my thoughts. Can, can you can you give us a report from what it was like to be on the ground? All right. Oh. Uh, I'll start from the beginning, man. Uh, morning of Astro World. You uh, was, was, was lit. No, I, I actually didn't know I was gonna go. Cause it, it, before when I checked tickets last week, like when the lineup came out, it was like four seventy some shit, and I was like, I'm not paying four hundred seventy dollars to go to no concert. I don't care who who all that gonna be there. <laughs> I'm like, I'm good on that. So around Thursday night, Friday morning, I'm like, shit, I kind of really want to go. This will probably be my only time I ever see like Keith and SZA and fucking uh, Thug and all them niggas together. So I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, I'm gonna see if they went down. Or if, you know, maybe I can, if they have that, that uh, payment split thing, which I, I eat a hundred or uh, whatever it costs to split it in four or whatever. So right. I caught my ticket uh, by the time the morning come, the ticket's down to 230. 
So I'm like, shit. <laughs> let me let what me go ahead and cop, huh? Was this on like StubHub and shit? No, nah, this on his the actual Astro World site. Oh, why well, the price is going down? Because uh, I think because you know once demand is not there, like they thinking it's gonna be a certain demand at first, so they charging oh, what the fuck crazy. ever. And then once people not buying them like that, they they start lowering them to see like if people gonna you know cop so they can fill it up or whatever. Oh, that's the state. Yeah. So fast forward, I'm like, all right, two thirty. That's not bad. I, I went ahead and just cop that out right. Um. So you know, I'm geeked. I'm like, all right, bet after um after work I'm, I'm in that bitch whatever i don't really know the format so i'm thinking the days are split into two like it's gonna be artists on the first day with travis and it's gonna be artists on the second day but the format is only i mean pretty much the festival you know they got rise and shit in the festival and travis the headliner is gonna headline friday and then Saturday, this the full fest, like from like one to like I think eleven or something like that. It's gonna be artists doing thirty minute sets. So I mean, I'm a Travis Scott, like I like Travis Scott, but I'm looking forward to the second day. Like I'm like, shit, oh, it's man. gonna be busting the second day. But and this probably was like your first time in a long time, like really looking forward to doing something after work. For sure, had you excited? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm not even a festival person, so for me to pop out at a festival, you know, it gotta be. Like lit like this, like Earth Wind and Fire gonna be there. Shit, I'm like, nigga, I'm about to have a great time, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know you can go see Earth, Earth Wind and Fire at a, at a different festival too. Nah, That's man. what Essence Fest is for, bro. Hey man, I, I'm hey after this, I'm straight Essence Fest. I'm seeing nothing but a Gap Band. <laughs> but let me let me just yeah, let me just continue this. What's name? Um, so I get there. I get there around. Uh, six, six, seven thirty, and I pull up in a parking lot, and so I'm walking into there, uh, into the fest, and I'm almost there, and then the kids I was behind, like they were younger kids, maybe like nineteen, twenty, they like, you know, you gotta go to another place to get your wristband. I'm like, it ain't no box office right here, cause they say go to the box office to get your thing. I'm like, it ain't no box office right here. And they were like, nah, it's like a couple blocks down and shit like that. So I'm already pissed, bro. Because now I got to... <laughs> the parking was $30, G. Now I have to go out of the parking, come back, and pay another what's name. So I... I no, wait, I, I... Wait, wait, wait. The box office wasn't walking distance? No. You have to go out of parking, come back in, and pay another $30. I was not going. I was like, listen... They didn't tell me what's name wasn't right there. So the lady was cool. So she ended up letting me come out and drive to go get my wristband and come back in. So I'm already kind of, you know, I'm not pissed, but I'm I'm already kind of like, see come on. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I see what kind of <laughs> bullshit this is about to be. Uh, <laughs> but when I get in there, it's cool time. I take a picture in front of what's name. Shorty thought I was about to steal her phone or some shit. She was like hella wary. But, you know, I'm taking pictures and, you know, having a decent time. Um, fast forward to the concert part, you know, I'm making my, making my way in there. I'm a bigger dude. So, I mean, once I get behind a certain group of people, like it ain't like niggas not like moving me and pushing me and shit like that. Mm. And so I think that kind of helped in the grand scheme of things, like me being a bigger person and it's, but it was just like it was a lot of people out there, bro. Like the fucking 
the 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 group of people pushed all the way back almost to the rides, dog. It was just nuts. But for the most part, bro, I'm not gonna lie. And I mean, I'm gonna first start this with condolences to the people that lost their lives and shit. Um, I did not know any of that shit was happening, bro. Honestly, God honest truth, I did not have any idea that any of that shit was happening, bro. Was that happening closer to the stage or and bro, where were you, I, I guess, in proximity to, do you know? So I was, I was a little bit further back. Like I made my way towards the middle. So I was where I can see Drake and Travis Scott and all them. Like it was a great concert. I, I'll put that out there before we get into the particulars. It was a, it was a good concert. Niggas was hype. Like it was, it was cool. Um, I was kind of like in the middle where I wasn't in the thick of all that shit, but I wasn't all the way in the back. Cause I had made my way up when I got in there. So around me, like niggas, it was like a little mosh pit around me, which was, it seemed like a fairly tame mosh pit. Um, the people around me was, it was like little waves and surges of pushing, especially when Drake came out. But outside of that, bro, I did not see any of that. shit. I didn't see people passing out. I didn't see any fights. I heard a fight happening like a little bit further down from me. But I was oblivious to everything, bro. Like, it was so many people that I think it was just, you couldn't tell what was going on in, in different parts, bro. So, everything happened. The concert, like I said, the concert was pretty decent. Like, everybody, well, I had a good time. Uh, and then I walked out. Everybody walking out, it was no fights. Niggas wasn't, like, talking and like, oh, people was dying and all that shit. I didn't hear no talk like that. Got in my car and drove home, bro. I get home. And, you know, niggas talking to me about the concert and shit, texting me about the concert, saying, damn, Drake came out and shit like that. So it's a regular day, dog. Like, I go to sleep thinking, <laughs> like, it's regular. Somebody texted me and was just like, uh, you straight. And I almost hit him with, a like, a LO, like, yeah, like, yeah, what's good? <laughs> and then, uh, then I wake up and niggas are freaking the fuck out, bro. <laughs> I'm like, what's going on? Like, why are niggas telling me to text them and doing all that type of shit? And and then that's when I heard the news. Like, eight people had died. At first, I thought it was like 11, but yeah, eight people had died. Uh, you know, niggas was passing out and shit. So, that's that's basically how, the rundown. How, how many people would you estimate were out there? Like, how big was the field that y'all were in? It was humongous, bro. It, it had to be... I, my mass like people, people, yeah, my mass people calculator is terribly off. I want to say it was like ten thousand people out there, bro. And it was mostly younger people. It was like nineteen year olds, twenty year olds. It was nobody my age, like out there, really, unless they had kids, of course. So. That and it's weird. <laughs> it's weird because now we the old niggas, but it was like a lot yeah. of kids, bro. Yeah. So that's 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 dangerous. You don't yeah. you don't take your kids, your young kids to a Travis Scott concert. I mean, shit. It, it's it's like a lot of type you situation. Probably, if they're like eight, well, I guess. Uh, no, 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 no. When I say yeah. kids, I don't mean like kids like eight. I mean kids to us, like twenty year olds and yeah. twenty one year olds. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, them niggas just had oh, a lot man. of... I thought you meant people our age had they kids out there. Oh, no, 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 no. It was a couple yeah, of them, but... That. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why. Like, that would be a problem. 
Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm just gonna take the kids with me. <laughs> <laughs> so the fucked up thing is my phone had I don't know how it broke, but the network, I don't know if being out there fucked up my network or some shit, but my phone was fucked. And I so it was probably when he was humming that yeah. It fucked up the frequency. <laughs> fucked up my phone frequency and shit. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, my phone was fucked up, so none of the text the people were texting me and calling me. None of them were coming through, and I had to go to T-Mobile the next day to get it fixed. But like that was the worst time for that shit to happen. Like niggas was really freaking out. Like my parents hit me up, and I was like, I'm cool. I didn't know shit. Anything was going on until the next morning. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, um, eight people lost their lives. Um, it seems to be mostly kids, 14, 15, 18, 21, I think 10, a 10 year old died. Uh, it's a bad, it's a bad, bad situation. Um, and I didn't, I didn't understand the gravity of the situation until they canceled the second day. Um, which I understand it was the right move. Uh, obviously I was pissed because I wanted to see, uh, you know, the, all the people on the second day, but People lost their lives, and anytime anybody loses their life at a concert, it's crazy. But when eight people, eight children lose their life on a concert, it's even worse. So, yeah, I, you know, I, I had no major problem with that taking that L because I mean, I only lost a little bit of money. Like it's people that lost lives and shit. So, it, it was what it was, bro. So, uh, I mean, one one thing, one thing, it's a complicated situation because when y'all first heard this. Happen like what? What were your initial reactions? I didn't. I found out it was like when I woke up, because mm-hmm. because I got the text too. It was like, hey man, have you have you spoke to Brandon? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like what's going on? <laughs> like, what's happening? And then I saw like like people uh uh die, but I was like, man, I was just um I didn't know what what it was about, and then. When I heard it's like a, I don't know. I still really didn't read too much details because those type of deaths is like kind of my like worst fear for real. Mm-hmm. Like being able, being compact, not being able to move and dying in that way. That's something that like that's that freaks me out, bro. Like I didn't even want to read them details because like that's that's insane. So I was just like, man, I don't, I don't know how to take it. I was just thinking like it's too many people. I know how shit goes at Travis concerts. It gets wild. Mm-hmm. But um, it, the more it started coming out, I'm like, damn, it's not looking good for Travis. It's not, it's not looking good at all. Yeah. Not gonna lie. And before we get into the blame thing, sees what do you think? No, yeah, I woke up and I guess for me, I was more confused because. We've seen how his shows get, and you see the crowd and the audience. So, I guess you kept seeing this one particular area, but I wasn't sure how visible it might have been. Uh, I guess to him, or into the proximity of the actual crowd. Then you see like the ambulance and shit like that. So, I was you know, it was the most confusing and just trying to get some sort of understanding of how uh, that could even occur. Okay. All right, so I mean, when it comes to because the, after an initial shock of this happening occurred, um, now it start it's time to start getting some answers, and so I'm seeing on social media the news and all that stuff. It's pretty much finding somebody to blame. Is Travis the person to blame in the situation?
I don't think this situation can have a soul. You can put the blame on one person. It's a it's a lot of parties involved here that I guess you can look at and question why they let things happen. I does, mean, I, I guess we, we. Oh, go ahead. I I will just a follow up to your answer. Does Travis bear the lion's share of the blame? I, I guess to some extent you could say yes because this is the environment that he. I don't want to necessarily say he creates, but he encourages. So to some extent, he does create kind of that mosh pit, out of control, ragey vibe at his shows, which does kind of set up for situations for people to be pressed on top of each other. So with that being known, should there have been better planning or preparation to allow for like emergency assistance to come in and out of the crowd? Probably, yeah. Okay. Did y'all? Well, I didn't. I didn't like listen to any of the videos that people were sending or like the details of it. What What was like the main thing? Okay, so I mean, it was a it was a multitude of different ways. Uh, I saw a few videos and I saw you know some of the news stories and tweets being put out. Um, some some of it was drugs. Some of it people ODing couldn't get access to you know um, first responders or any the medical staff. Um, some of it was actually like people ODing in the crowd and the fest, just in general, um, taking drugs in the porta potties, shit like that. A, a lot of it in during the concert was them, it's just people being in too close proximity to each other. Like you can't move around. A lot of people in the VIP section said they felt like they couldn't breathe when they were trying to get out from certain places or they were just being crushed. And especially when you're dealing with kids, like they don't have that body mass to, you know, be able to take on that to take on people pushing into each other and shit like that or people falling and getting trampled on um i don't think the stats have come out yet saying how each person has died but they said it was a, a mixture of both um they said those people being like first responders were taking people and trying to revive them and it's just not it's not working bro and it, they it, it's traumatic bro because I'm, I'm looking at these stories and i'm hearing these stories and people saying, I've never seen death before. And to, to go somewhere at your favorite artist's concert and see a nigga die right next to you, it's fucking nuts, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I was seeing those tweets. Like, I st- I'm still not recovering from what I just saw. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that is, that's, that's nuts. Uh, fuck. I feel wrong putting that all all the blame on Travis, I, but I, I just feel like it probably it doesn't seem like it was properly organized as a whole. Mm-hmm. But um, when you're the face of the fest, I mean that's what happens. If it's amazing, it's on you. If it goes incredibly bad, you're the face. So it 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 kind of got to be on you. Yeah, as fucked up as as that sounds. I feel like this is always a potential like uh, fear of occurrence for any outside festival without any type of proper seating. Because mm-hmm. at that point, it's kind of like a free-for-all when it comes to the people, and you just got to hope people contain it or control themselves as opposed to you can sit down. You, you can at least have somewhere for everybody to go. Yeah. Um, that was one of my fir- the first things I noticed when I got my tickets. It was GA. And I was like, I don't know if this is a good idea. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if this is a good idea, but hey, it is what it is. 
Um, that's why I was pissed when I had to leave the stadium because I, I was like, hey, if I don't get there early, I'm fucked. I, I know them niggas going to be trying to get up to the front. It's going to be pushing. And once I got to a certain level that I was cool with, I was cool. Like, I'm staying yeah. there. Like, I don't have to. I'm not about to touch Travis. I'm not about to shake up Drake or nothing like that. Why yeah. do I have to get that close? Oh, uh, so that that's the thing with me. But, you know, kids, they there for the experience. They want to, you know, be as close as possible. Yeah. Um, and I'm not blaming them at all. So my my thoughts is, um, I think it's a it's it's a lot of blame to go around. Um, obviously the the organizers, the planners, the whoever put this thing together, um, they have to know what type of show Travis puts on, and they have to know that they they have to weigh out every outcome that could happen. They and have I don't, to. I think ahead. I think it really comes down to like you saying when they weighing it out weigh out the capacity because mm-hmm. like of course you know you want more bodies more ticket sales more money but if you know how the crowd gets you should try to at least make sure you allocate more than enough space so that type of situation can't even occur because yeah. you've got less space or more space for people less people you can't really pack on top of each other everybody can kind of spread out now to that point i will say and uh, this is gonna go in when i'm talking about blame I will say it was a large group of people that rushed security and got through the gate. A large group. I, I did see that. Yeah. So that was earlier than the day. And so that's why I, that's circling back to the organizers. I feel like once that happened, it was early enough where they could have shut the whole thing down, restarted before the concert started and had everybody go out and come back in. So when I saw that, I wanted to, because you said you had to park and then go over there. How far was parking to, I guess, that entrance? Like, do you think a majority of those people already had tickets? Or, like, I guess where the venue was, it was close enough where people who didn't have tickets could have easily just, like, jumped that gate? No, they, they it, because it was like a, a barrier. Uh, so it wasn't really a gate. It was just a big a barrier with, like, four or five security guards, like, right there. It was so many people that they could, it was like one of those things you can't stop anybody. It was just like, all right, well, they they in, they got us. Um, so parking was about 15, 20 minute walk from it was like in the stadium parking, but the way they set it up is you had to walk along this like path, which is like 15, 20 minutes to get in. And you had to go through checkpoints. Like you had one checkpoint where you had to show your vaccination card, one checkpoint you had to get your wristband scanned, and different checkpoints to to manage like the people. But I don't know what side interest or whatever they had where they broke through. They got through early in the day, and it was hundreds, maybe thousands of people that shouldn't even been in there. So that that's one thing I will point to when I say the the capacity problem. Uh, but like I said, they could have shut the shit. This was way before the concert started. They could have shut it down, had people re-enter, even if the concert was short. Like you, you can't have hundreds or thousands of people. That's not supposed to be in there. In there, like niggas could have broke through with a gun. Any, they could have had anything, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I mean, that's one thing I point to. Travis has to get, and I think this is gonna teach him get to the point where he cares about the well being of the people in this in this crowd. I'm not saying it was one point where he stopped the music and was like, "Hey, this guy needs help. Get the medics over there." And he just stopped the music until they they got him. So it it was a point where he did that. But 
it it gotta be more like he he cultivated this rage culture this like everybody going crazy it's one time he pointed out this nigga standing on a tree going crazy in a tree and shit like that so you can say like he he cultivated it for real bro he cultivated this shit (laughs) <laughs> Look at that nigga in the tree. <laughs> no, like exactly he's gonna, what he said. He legit said that. So, like, he he cultivated this. So for that, he has to take this blame. But I don't like social media saying like he was ignoring people passing out, and he he was ignoring people dying in the in the concert. Because, like I said, where I was from, I didn't know that was happening. If you're performing and you, I don't, I don't know if you know that people are dying in the stands. And I, I don't think that if he knew people were dying or like being seriously hurt in ma- in mass, that he would continue to perform sicko mode. I guess maybe there's some assumption that somebody should have or did radio something to him, and yeah, to I, let him I, I know, hey. This is, this is what's going on. So I don't know if at, what I think that's our people's assumption, or I don't know. It, but maybe I guess that's why they're saying there's no way he shouldn't have known what was taking place. Yeah, and that's why I'm like the people around it. If you got people on the ground, if you have security staff, I'm sure they in connection with the people that's backstage, DJs and stuff like that. I mean, we see it at the shows before. They they tell them to stop the music because something is going on. That has to happen. They have to shut down the DJ. They have to go to the DJ and say, you cannot play another song until we get this situation under control. So that's why when when you say it's a lot of blame to go around, I, I totally agree, bro. And uh, the reason I'm, I'm not defending Travis at all, but I can see how you don't know the full scope of what's going on. I, th- I definitely think he, he, he deserves some of this blame. But the target on his back, it, it it got weird at points. It seemed like people that don't like Travis start bringing up other shit to say, oh, I told y'all so. This is why I don't like Travis. You see what I'm saying? And it got a little weird. To blame him for this, that's fine. I don't know. If, I mean, I, I did see that as well. Um, and I took it kind of as, I don't want to say that we don't like Travis, so we're going to like Travis, not like Travis more. It was just mm-hmm. like, this is repeated behavior that has been overlooked, but it's always been there. I mean, but if you look at, if you look at the stories that were popping up and like I said, this is not to defend Travis. I'm I'm neutral on Travis. Like I, I do think he has some dweeb ass moments, but he, he's a decent artist. Like I fuck with him. Uh, yeah. The, the, most of the stories that were coming up had nothing to do with like con- this nigga letting concerts concerters die and shit like that, or concerters getting injured. Most of them was like he stole uh, a song from Victoria Monet and gave it to fucking uh, what's what's uh, Iman Shumpert's wife, Tiana Taylor. Tiana Taylor. Like, bro, like, what does that have to do with what? this concert, bro? I saw the there's there's the story of the seizure. Um, he left them the his. "Quote unquote," he was in negotiations with somebody that was gonna be his manager, and he had a seizure, and Travis just left him. Uh, allegedly, Travis just left him, and he said, "Man, I can't have a manager that's gonna be passing out in front of Ti and shit." Holy shit! 
He ain't say that. that that's what I'm, I'm like. So many stories. This is like, come on, bro. That's what they said. He said yes, and I saw it. And I was like, man, this is crazy. Like they said that in real time. If you, if you say for me, if you, if you say, I, if you can basically say, I can't have you embarrassing me in front of Ti. Oh man. Bro, you can't be having seizures, man. You gotta control it. <laughs> and, then, and then they brought, and then they brought up the video where he was throwing that cameraman off stage on the at Summer Jam. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Like that. Yeah. That... So it was just, it was just to point out just repeated behaviors. But we, I guess we'll see. He already made apologies that they're trying to reach out to the families and such. And and again, prayers to everything to everybody. Uh, so I guess at this point we just gotta see what uh what happens next. Man, what do y'all think is going to happen in the future for Trav when it comes to throwing events or even his touring? Do you think this will have uh, an effect on it? I think that I don't think it'll have an effect on the crowd. I think it'll have an effect on the venues that he's able to book. Like he he won't be able to book yeah. things in the city with the city of Houston anymore. Like you can't have eight kids dying. You you able to book the city of Houston events? You have to book like I, I, fucking NRG where niggas have to sit down. That I mean, or it's just maybe the experience doesn't fully change, but it's just it's it'll be more like back end stuff. Like you have to have like a higher insurance policy, like doubles, whatever security was. He'll just have to have a change to his setup. But yeah. I don't know if the experience itself will change very much. Yeah. I think his whole brand kind of lent itself to to what happened here like the whole like festival shit like if this wasn't set up where it's like an amusement park type thing where nrg park type situation where like how it's set up you can easily get in if you wanted to i think this would have it wouldn't have ended the way it ended but the environment wasn't conducive to having like a safe a safe festival at all so, mm. I mean, when I woke up, I mean, before the what's the name got canceled, I'm thinking I really want to be safe. Even before I was really processing like what happened, I'm like, I need to be safe going to these other concerts because I don't want to get pushed and injured like that. And so, it's just a sad, sad situation, man. Um, I'm yeah. seeing the I'm seeing the photos of the the kids that died, little girl and dude from uh, actually from uh, Nequa Valley, Illinois. He came down here with his friend. Both of them died uh, celebrating like a birthday. So um, it's just sad, bro. You go you go to a concert, you don't expect to not come back from a concert, bro. Nah, like not at all. It, yeah, so. I don't know, man. It's just, it's just a sad, sad story. But any final thoughts on this before we move on? Let me see if I have any uh, no, on just, this. just uh, man. Anytime y'all, I mean, because honestly, it's this is, you know, a festival Travis thing right now. But at any concert you go to, in any you know, uh, GAA admission venue, stuff like this could happen. Just uh, make sure y'all being safe when uh. You know, you hit up these concerts and try not to be that, you know, I don't know if to say that asshole in the crowd who makes shit worse. Especially when they were talking about people were getting around getting poked with needles and shit. Yeah, I saw that. I don't believe that. I think that's cat. I think that's the police coming up with a story to to say it was nothing we can do. Like security in the venue saying, it's nothing we can do. The, the people were acting reckless. 
and they setting up like this narrative like it's like we only have so much control if we have somebody going around poking people with needles and doing all types of wild shit what what could we do so nobody was doing that bro and that's uh that's that just seems nuts. Yeah. Because you, you need to have a, a nigga's arm pretty steady to, to inject him. <laughs> you can't just go around just feed injecting this. Dude, somebody said they were they were reaching down to like help something, somebody, and like felt the prick in their neck. And I just thought like I just thought of like a Pink Panther uh, cartoon. I was like, how do you like hit him in the neck and then pull it back and nobody? Yeah, needles. Yeah. <laughs> Injection doesn't work like that, bro. It ain't like no quick, like, bah, bah. It's, just, it's just like, ouch. And you look around, you don't see, you don't see shit. Nobody, nobody's here. It ain't no damn print. superhero, bro. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't believe that. I feel like that's Cap. Um, yeah, man. And the people were talking about what what percentage of the blame goes to the crowd and the people. Because I saw some fucking... People were acting nuts, bro. Like, nigga, like, I don't know who it was, obviously, but people were throwing things up in the air. Uh, so, Like, a whole-ass water bottle hit me in the shoulder and, like, water fell on me and shit. I'm like, bro, like, niggas acting too wild out here, bro. But, I mean, it comes with the environment. Like, so you got to kind of yeah. just forget some shit. But I don't know, man. It, it Like I said, it, it was a... Uh, it turned a great a great concert because like I said, I, that was probably one of the best shows I've seen into a horrible situation. And it, it kind of fucked ruined the whole weekend. I was like, damn, like we had a great first night. I'm looking forward to the second night. They canceled the second night. And obviously people dying, that's fucking horrible and tragic. So I don't know, man, it did a whole 180 for this weekend, but uh, you know, things happen. Yeah. Man. So. Most important thing you got out of there alive, bro. That's, yeah, for sure, for sure. Huge. I'm extremely blessed. So I, that that's another reason why I didn't care about that little money, bro. Like no matter fucking how old or big you are and shit like that, bro. Anything can happen. Like I could have failed or some shit, niggas. Anything could have happened, bro. So, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, it it is what it is, man. Uh, it's jam pack week, man. Uh, with all that shit happening, I think that niggas. Like move past that Kanye interview on Drink Champs. <laughs> the conversation stopped. Like the Kanye interview on Drink Champs didn't get as much attention that it needed to get for the wild shit he was saying, bro. Uh, y'all both watched it. Yes. 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 So I pretty much just finished watching it. I- I'm gonna let y'all speak on it before I speak on it, because y'all know where I stand with Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Dona gotta go first. Man, yeah. it was it was amazing. I I, th- I thought it was a great interview, man. Um, the things he was saying, I don't know. I wasn't really too mad at most of the things he was saying. Like, me, I didn't, I didn't really so you were agreeing with some of the things he was saying? Yeah, some yeah, some of the things he he was saying some some stuff that I agree with. Some stuff I don't really care to agree with like when he goes into his and he wasn't even really going into a political bag really he was mm-hmm. more like throwing shots <laughs> but like I'm low-key not that mad at it either because uh, a lot of it was pretty funny um I, I think the only thing I had a problem with was the Sean thing I, I feel like he went a little bit too far um going at big Sean like that because like Sean don't be messing with nobody and he was I think overly disrespectful Okay, and and that hurt, but everything else, I I thought it was pretty cool. I thought it was a good interview. 
Um, so before we go to C's, uh, what what did you agree with that he said? Uh, or what mm-hmm. did you you feel yourself like? I aligned to you know that type of thinking. That nigga said a lot of shit. So I'm I'm trying to remember like some of the things that. Because I got a list of shit that I disagree with. (laughs) That the one thing that I uh, I could kind of see myself agreeing with, and I always felt this way, is like how we as a community can be better. Mm -hmm. Like how we can, us as black people, we can replicate what the Jews do. And, and how they help each other out. That's always been, like, a big thing. And, and he was stressing that a lot, especially mm-hmm. when he was talking about, like, y'all talking about, you know, uh, uh, you can't do this on your block or or, or uh, trying to keep people from your block, but you don't own the block. Mm-hmm. Not even that. You don't even take care. You don't even take care of your place where you, uh, where you live. And I always felt that. That's That's real. Like, we do need to, like take care of the community and build in our community. And I feel like that's something he's always been stressing. So I agree with that. He was saying, he was saying a lot of different shit. I know, I know you probably took notes on it, but it, a lot of the stuff I didn't really have big issues with. When you, okay. So I'm going to your point of building our community. Do you feel like Kanye Mm -hmm. builds in our community? Now that's, Hey, that that is a good point. I don't know. What happened to the easy hut? Why isn't Donda opening up on the <laughs> south side? Why isn't Donda opening up on the west side? Uh, Donda Academy, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking to us. Uh, like, when when people say this, they love to say this, and I have the same issue with uh, Dr. Umar. They love to say this sense of community we ain't building within ourselves, but we don't see anything tangible that they're building in our community. Like, okay, you mm-hmm. can preach to me. That That's why a lot of people have a problem with preachers and stuff like that. Because, you, okay, you could preach this to me, but what are your actions that you're taking to make this happen? Kanye has only ever cared about Kanye and further his brand or making him seem like a Walt Disney or fucking a Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. Yeah, he's only cared about making himself look like a genius that's on another wavelength than us because of his ideas. And, I, yes, I... I would agree, like, I feel like a lot of people would agree that we need to build within our community. But mm-hmm. I'm hearing that from somebody that's building within our community. If Chance said that, I'd be like, all right, cool. Because I've seen him at Chatham Theater, like, having movies at Chatham Theater or just doing little events like the social works or whatever it's called. Events in the community and building, no matter what it is, building within the community. I've never seen Kanye do anything for our community. And Kanye's been around for 11, no, way more than that, 15 years now, 15, 16 years now. So that yeah. that's why it, it falls short with me. I understand. I understand. Yeah. And I think he kind of mentioned that, too. He was like, who am I to say all this when I'm, you know, I've, I've grown up privileged and then now he's rich and he's not. I mean... I don't know all that he's doing. Mm-hmm. I feel like he he does a whole bunch of different shit. I will say I agree with the message, mm-hmm. but that's true. You need to you need to put it into action. That is facts. Okay. See, what so do you I'm think not mad at that. Uh, <coughs> he's gonna keep it short. I mean, I, I thought it was entertaining. Um, I think we 
saw somewhat of a different side of Ye. Uh, I mean, I know he was that he had that type of sense of humor. Um, so that that was kind of entertaining to watch. I also realized, man, this wasn't really an interview. Like Kanye's just one of them dudes where you can spend thirty minutes asking him this or that, and you get this much fucking content from it. Because mm-hmm. you ask everybody about this or that, somebody just gonna give you an answer, and that's it. Like he would just go on these tangents. Um, the entirety of the time. So I was like, I was kind of just surprised about how engaging and simple this turned out to be. But I mean, I enjoyed it. I didn't really try to dig too deep into it. I think we know yay is yay and yay is different. And his thinking is going to be, some of it's going to make sense. Some of it's going to have you saying, you'll get help. So that's kind of how, that's kind of how I felt walking away from it. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. This is the this is a perfect interview and environment to to give us what will give the people what they want with a Kanye interview. It's just random thoughts, drunk high, inhibitions gone, like unfiltered Kanye. Uh, that's Honestly, what this was. Good. This is what I would have thought would have been a the wrong place for this, because I think if you are familiar with Drink Champs, you would assume like he would have got cut off way too many times. To get this type of interview, I think they told. I think somebody told Nori like he couldn't. He can't cut them off. I mean, it, but but that's like that was the key though. Like, because this could have easily went terribly wrong or been submitted. But the fact that they just let him steer himself wherever he wanted to steer himself and just try to like go along with it is what helped turn this into magic. I was kind of hoping that Nori would do the usual cut off thing. <laughs> Because that's what you have to do with Ye, because when he gets into interviews, he'll go off. You can ask Ye a question. He'll, he could talk nonstop for two hours, and you don't have to ask him anything else. So I kind of wanted Nori to like do his usual Nori thing, because Ye's the type of nigga you have to be like, all right, all right, all right enough. Let, let, <laughs> let's, let's move on, bro. Like, hey, hey, we, we, we get you. And that's what, like, when Nori was doing the game, that's when he was trying to do it. But, yeah. Like, he would ask him one question. It'll be thirty minutes later. I right, yeah. So your answer is <laughs> like, like what's, what's going on? So I was. That's why I was kind of hyped that he was gonna do drink champs because I knew Nori would do his cutoff thing. But even this was completely tame Nori. This was Nori like, yo, I really don't know what's going on. I'm gonna just let this nigga cook yeah. <laughs> and I'm gonna chime in when I can. Yeah, and I think he mentioned it that he reached out to Jay before the interview and asked him, I guess, for some tips or something. Like he told him, don't let him wear that mask on the show. And I'm pretty sure he, he told him, like, hey, you, you can't cut him off. Just just let him let him do his thing. Uh, I mean, it's been no secret how I feel about Kanye, bro. Like, it, it's a shame because when it comes to musicians, I feel like he's he probably my favorite musician of all time. But I, I just don't fuck with this nigga no more, bro. I do not fuck. I, you see the people, way he treat his friends, bro, from Big Sean to Common to Talib Kweli. Uh, shit. Pretty much everybody that's not Jay. And even Jay, bro, you see the text message. That shit was wild. That was one of the wildest. Don't put me in the text message with other niggas talking about I'm richer than (laughs) y'all. Yo, that group chat was insane. I did not understand the basis for it. (laughs) Like, yeah, Kim in there, push it. Like, I'm like, what? What are you? What are you doing? Yeah. Do we do we need to stop assuming that? I guess people who are signed to Yeah are his friends. Yeah, they're not. Who are, who are Ye's friends then? Because everybody that Ye mentioned in that, what's the name, from Dante to 
like Virgil to everybody in there. He had a problem with, or he was jealous with at some point. I don't treat my friends like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was, who was, uh, Baldier? <laughs> who? <laughs> no, Kamye. Kamye, yeah. Oh, no, no, that nigga Corey. Yeah, that's another thing. He be he, the the way he treats people, I, and that's my biggest thing with the whole like when you have relations with people like that, you you can't shit on what? the way he did. You know what I'm saying? When you when you like, especially with Big Sean, like, I don't know. They don't have to be the best of friends, but like, Sean has always bigged up Yay, even when the world was shitting on that nigga. Mm-hmm. He, yeah, he that's, always that's bigged a, him that's up. That's a different like, relationship, though. No, no, it is, it is, but it still doesn't call for you to like shit on him for. I still don't know the reason. He, it's he because said, he turned, quote unquote, turned on him when he was running for president and disagreed but, with what he was doing. But I didn't see. I have. I still haven't seen any of that. I haven't seen anything that Big Sean said where he was going on that yet. I mean, of course, he can align with who he wants to align with. But I didn't see any slights from Big Sean about yet. And and that's why I feel like that's that's unnecessary. John Legend. I feel like that nigga deserves to get uh get the disses. Fuck that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga been on bullshit. I, I, I don't care about the John Legend shit. I'm, I'm glad he got his shit off with that. But with Big Sean, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen okay, so him being disrespectful at all. Is it is it fair to assume that this is showing us that there is something? I don't want to say something is something wrong with Ye, but that he's suffering from multiple. Illnesses? He is severely mentally ill, bro. And I'm not saying that as a joke. Kanye West is severely mentally ill. I mean, because I, the, you can tell, I guess, in the way that he looks into his... Again, I didn't see any of the big shots against Kanye. But at the same time, he's like, I can't stand him for that. But he's still turning around. It's like, no, it's all good. Like, to be able to, to do that. Especially if he did just see him a couple of days before. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. No, he's he's clearly bipolar. He should be on some medication. Um, and that's clear. It's clear when he the way he talks, the way the way his mind works, which it could be a it makes for great things, but it also makes for very bad things. And I, I think that was the case, but yeah, I just didn't like that part, man. Shine ain't deserve that shit. Yeah. As funny as it was, that, that that's just fucked up, man. You can't he do that. he hit on every like thing that pisses me off about like nigga society, not nigga society, but society right now. Though I think the first thing was uh, he feels like white people saying rapper is like getting away with them calling him nigger. I mm-hmm. hate people to think like that. I hate people that want to be called an artist, like because they they equate rapper with black. And they don't want to be just another nigga. They don't want to be. They don't want to be black. They want to be an artist. I hate the way people think like that because you are inherently saying that you want to be. You don't want to be aligned with anything that's black. So you're self hating, trying to talk about community, and we need to build up our community while not wanting to be aligned with our community. What's wrong with being a rapper? No, no, no. I, I think he was taking it as. The way, the way people limit you, in a way, because yay, he is a rapper, but he's also trying to do so many other things. 
So when he comes into these meetings with all these, like all these companies, these fashion designers that he does want to work with, and they look at him as, oh, you're just a rapper, like stay in that lane. I think that's his issue. Like I do so much more outside of rap for you to just say I'm a rapper. Okay, you know but I mean? like, but if he equates it with, if he takes it outside of himself, how how does that how does that work? Because he's not just saying when they call me a rapper. He he told everybody, hey, when they call you a rapper, that's another way with white people getting away with calling you a nigga. So you looking in the in the scope of what Kanye is? Kanye, oh, yes, he is an artist. Yeah, like yeah. he he's so much more than that. But other people are rappers. That's what they do. No, no, that's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. And I think, and, and I was just taking it from when he was saying it. I thought he was taking it from himself. Mm. Like, don't call me that. Don't 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 limit me to that when I'm doing all this other stuff. Because that it 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 kind of it, it limits the conversation and it sort of limits the ceiling on, on what I could do. Yeah. I, 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 I think say, that's there what you're is, saying. There is a... We do acknowledge that there is some sort of ceiling on being labeled or titled a rapper. Like, traditionally, you have to do something to help ascend yourself outside of that. That's why so many, I guess, you could say rappers or hip-hop artists are in that top tier... I guess category in regards to performers. Like you got Drake, you got Kendrick, maybe Cole as as rappers and Drake is bigger than a rapper. Kendrick is bigger than a rapper. What's bigger than a rapper? Yeah. They I don't want to say you can consider them pop stars, but they're See that that's, that's what I don't like though. Superstar status. What? I mean Drake does more than rap. Drake <sighs> makes more melodic songs. Drake will but do different things. It seems like it seems like when we say when we say somebody made it to a, a pop star status is when they elevated past being black. Like white people like them now. Mm-hmm. And it's just I, like I why? They rap. That that nigga's a rapper. He's just a rapper that white people like. Especially J. Cole. J. Cole ain't no pop star. He J. Cole is a rapper. Kendrick is a rapper. Ken, Kendrick ain't no pop star. Uh, Kendrick is a rapper with brand deals. That don't make him a pop star. I'll say this. If you just want... if I have no issue with somebody saying, yo, I'm a rapper. That's who I am. That that's that's what I breathe. That's what I do. I'm a rapper. But I also don't have a problem with someone saying I don't want to be labeled a, a rapper. Cause you could look at yourself in a different lens I, than just a rapper. I, I do. And I, I'll say it like this. Cause and growing up, I remember in high school and stuff like that, when niggas actually had dreams of making music and wanted to, you know, do that type of shit, you would never stand up in class and say you wanted to be a rapper. You say you wanted to make music or be a musical artist, and it's because you thought people would laugh at you if you said you wanted to be a rapper. Because it's ghetto. Well, it's hood. No, it's... it's- because you know more than likely somebody's gonna ask you to rap, and if you had no raps, <laughs> no, that's true too. <laughs> but think about it. It's a, 
it's a lot of people that avoid saying rapper because of the negative connotation because it's aligned, super aligned to black people. Yeah. Yeah. So I get it. That, that that's my issue, bro. Like you can't, why are we so why are we so obsessed with getting beyond being a rapper? What's so bad with being a rapper? I don't know if people are obsessed with getting beyond I, being a rapper. I think they want to do other things. I, and again, and I unfortunately, think th- that's how society looks at the term. And I'm going to say it also depends on what you want to do. If you just want to rap, and being known as a rapper isn't bad. If you want to be known and respected and seen as other things in other spaces when you walk into them, then I can see how being a rapper or having that be the label that people just associate with you is seen, looked at as a hindrance. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's a good, good uh, combo there. Uh, I got some more things, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> Trust me, I was... Because I, 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 I love I Kanye's musical mind, but I hate his, like, just general mind and how it devolved to where it got today. Um, Another point that I, I disagree with was when he said, black people were disobedient to God and that's just why we farm the land that isn't ours. So he compared that to when we were slaves, when we now we on record labels signed to niggas, the signed niggas, the signed to niggas, and the NBA. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't think we got to go too far into this because it's not a big grand scheme of things. But I did not like that conversation, like because I've had I've had a conversation with a family member recently that he kind of said the same thing. He feels like where black people are today in society is because we disobeyed and betrayed God. I don't touch any of that. You know, I don't, you know yeah, how I feel about that. When it gets to, that, that's one thing I'll say when, when Ye gets into that religion bag, another thing I'm not, I'm not, I'm off that. Him, I'm him off. or anybody. Yeah. When he, when he went there, I just, I, I ignore it. Yeah. I'm like, I, I'm not, I'm not about to entertain this because if, if that's how you feel, that's how you feel. But that's, Again, goes back to me. Uh, I don't want to say that, but the religion thing, religion and mental about. illness, it, it's tied. It's tied together. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't like yeah. it. It's, none of that is. Yeah, it's, it's like you can't even. It's not tangible. It's, it's not proven. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I, I, I don't. I don't like that type of talk. Yeah. Most you of the super religious people I know have mental illness. I'm not saying religion is bad. I'm not because I'm religious. I have, you know, I'm spiritual. I, I love God and all that. But most of the super religious people I know are mentally ill. Somebody I heard said, uh, I know, said, when, when you lose your family, you find God real quick. That's <laughs> <laughs> really when you dive into religion. <laughs> no, no, people use that as a crutch. It, it, it's a, It's a very easy crutch to use. Yeah, so uh, I mean, the last thing I would say, one of the things that I I was agreeing with at a certain point was when he was talking about having a place uh, where people that don't have the resources to like really take care of their kids can go. Then he flipped it. <laughs> it was like the kids gonna follow the Doctor Sevy regiment. I was like, all right, yeah, <laughs> you just you just fucked up a good point because I'm like, all right, if these especially if these Republican what's the names want people to like have these kids and stuff like that. And I'm not talking about in situations of rape and all that stuff. They, there should be no way where somebody that's raped or somebody that just doesn't feel like bringing a child into this world, uh, should be denied the ability to have an abortion that let's get that out of the way now. Um, but for people that do have kids and want to bring kids in or just falling down on bad luck 
and you don't have the resources to take care of your kids, him saying that he wants to open up a facility for kids and to give them those resources, that's an amazing and beautiful thing. Now, you telling them they got to follow the Dr. Sebi regiment, that's that's where you lost me there. But, I mean, like I said, it's a little sprinkles of truth in all types of wild shit. And so, I mean, I, I will give them that. It was in, I struggle to say it was entertaining because I feel like I'm watching, um, when I used the word jester last week, I'm, I'm being serious. I feel like I'm watching, like, America is tuned in to watch this nigga lose his mind. Yeah, I, I, I it's funny to us because that nigga's crazy now. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Because I feel like the more I listen to him talk, the more I'm like, I right, this dude, I don't know if he's crazy. It's, it's just his. I can't even really explain it. Like the way he processes information and the way he says it is just widely different, and I'm torn between all right is this dude just like his brain just wired different and he's just extremely smart or is he just losing it and it's it's gonna get worse and worse from here i'm torn between it because i don't know i can see it going either way i can see this nigga excelling more but i can also see him this going really bad yeah so i don't know I, I just think because I, I take a step back and say, did I watch this because it was going to be inform? I felt like it was going to be informative. Like he was going to tell me about relationships that I didn't know about and different concepts and music. And did I feel like they're going to focus on the music or do I feel like they're going to focus on the BS and his opinions on politics and his opinions on abortion and all that shit? You, I, I knew what it was going to be. They want to see mm-hmm. Kanye cancel himself or quote unquote cancel himself or say something that's going to give people going crazy on Kanye. And he knew it too. Mm. He was like, yo, this going to be the one that, you know, get him after me or whatever. And it's just like, mm. all right, Kanye. So, yeah. I, I did enjoy when they did start talking about music though. Because yeah. Ye doesn't really talk about music like that. So when he was like talking about Scarface and the influence he had and like, when they got into those questions, it was dope to hear him talk about music again. Because mm-hmm. yeah. that nigga is, he's really like, his music knowledge is insane. It's second to none. And that's why yeah. niggas look, I love Kanye because of that. And that's why I don't want to see him go down this path. Like, that's why I'm still tuned in. Anybody else, I would be like, fuck that nigga. I don't give a <laughs> fuck about what this crazy nigga yeah. talking about. But I feel a love for Kanye because growing up, you. That's the soundtrack, bro. That was Kanye, bro. Mm-hmm. And now it's just hard to turn my back and look away because that's still Kanye in my eyes. But this nigga just, he just on another, like, he, that nigga needs help, bro. And so, yeah. it is what it is, man. Uh, we got to keep moving because there's a lot of shit going on. Uh, what y'all think about Aaron Rodgers lying about being vaccinated, man? Big so deal, small deal. <laughs> he lied about it? Yeah. Uh, basically. <laughs> they uh, asked him, and he was like, uh, yeah, I've been uh, immunized. <laughs> use a different word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So nobody thought to, like, follow up and be like, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, he, he, he just played word gymnastics, that's all. Yeah. So, yeah, it came out this week that... Um, he, he had COVID, so, you know, it, P, 
people thought it was just regular news at first, but then they released like he'd be out for like ten days or something like that, or, like guaranteed. So niggas start looking like, wait, if you're vaccinated, you can come back after a, a clean test or a, a negative test. So it was like, if you're off for ten days, that means you haven't been vaccinated, which means you lied when we asked you the first time. So it's been this whole big uproar. Uh, you know, people were comparing uh, Kyrie. And, you know, a lot of people call him liars, especially like Shannon is a big uh, Aaron Rodgers fan. He was real pissed at him. Stephen A. Smith is a big Aaron Rodgers fan. He was pissed, too. Uh, yeah, it's, it's been crazy. Any any thoughts on that situation? That's some, that's some goofy shit, man. If you don't want to get uh, vaccinated, at least stand by that shit. Yeah. Don't, yeah. Don't, don't throw out these random words that don't mean anything to convince people. Like, that's insane to me. You no, want people to believe you're vaccinated, but you don't believe in getting vaccinated? <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he said he took, he tried to take a more, like a holistic approach to, he because he, he, he said he talked to his friend Joe Rogan, mm-hmm. oh, and <laughs> he took he took the same measures and procedures Joe Rogan did after he caught COVID um, to help boost his something in his immune system so he could fight COVID. Yeah. He said he presented his uh, research to the NFL and they called him a, cl- a cluck. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> after that, he was just like, all right, Vince. I'll take it to my own hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Yo, I wish I could have seen what the NFL really said. <laughs> hey, if you don't get this book, we just the fuck out of here. All right? <laughs> I'll holler at y'all. Yeah. So, um, it, yeah, it's been a, it's been a thing. It's not like a, well, I guess it's, it is a big deal because this nigga like straight up lied and he wasn't following the protocols all year because it was assumed that he was, uh, vaccinated. So he's probably going to get suspended next game. Um, when he comes back from being on COVID, uh, list. So I, I don't know, man, it's crazy. Um, he compared himself to Martin Luther King the other day. I saw that. I thought he. I thought he just used the Martin Luther King quote. Yeah, he said, uh, "It's you have a moral obligation to object unjust rules and rules that make no sense," which is not what Martin Luther King said. It's the gist of what he said, but it had to do with more like protesting and marching and following those type of rules and boycotting the buses. Like if if it's a rule that I have to get off the uh, my seat and go to the back, of course I'm not about to follow that rule. Not fucking being vaccinated, you dumbass idiot. So yeah, but you I, you gotta love when when they they run to the MLK quotes to <laughs> to justify their behavior. That I get them. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's so. that, that if, if you if you feel that way, I feel like you should just stand by it. Yeah, you, you should stand by it, bro. Don't don't do all this, and now you standing by it because you got caught. That's some, that's some lame ass shit, man. I, I hope they suspend them for three more games. Yeah, he God said the woke it. mafia is out after him and shit like that. I hate this little bullshit, like woke mafia and cancel culture. I hate when niggas run to that shit, bro. Just you <laughs> lie, bro. You you got caught up lying. I don't. I think Kanye, uh, Kyrie's a dumbass, but I respect him for standing on what he's standing on. He's willing to lose eighteen mil, and you the dumbass is gonna do it. All right, cool. I respect. I respect your decision. Yeah, like, at least that nigga was just, like he stood firm about what he believed in instead of this fucking goofy ass Green Bay cracker. <laughs> Fuck him, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad he ain't playing, man. I hope they do something about this for real, for real. Yeah, so it is what it is, man. 
Uh, what else happened? <laughs> man, there's so much shit happening. Um, what's going on with Boosie, man? I know we talk about this nigga every week, but what in the fuck is going on with this nigga, bro? <laughs> Are we talking about? I, I don't know. I feel like there could have been more shit that happened. <laughs> what, 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 like, what, where, where does this start? Is what, this nigga scripting hate crimes for a TV show? <laughs> okay, I was what. Wait, wait. You didn't see that video? I thought, wait, are you saying it was for a TV show? You didn't see the boom mic on the top? <laughs> Fam, I'm so, I'm, bro, I'm, watch I'm the video. Lost. It's a boom mic on the top, bro. He scripted a gay nigga coming up to him asking him about Lil Nas for a TV show, bro. Oh, I see it. Are you, are you sure it's not for a video? I, most people said yeah. it's for a reality show he got coming out. And even if it was for a video, what is you okay. doing? What if, it's, what, if, what if it's real then? With the gay what nigga if, coming up to him? A, what, yeah, what if it's a reality show? This is not show? real. This is, what, what no, it's not a reality real, show? And that, and, that, and that really happened to him. Boosie would have killed that nigga in I, real life, bro. May, nah, not if he knew he was being recorded. Nah. Like, nah. maybe the reality show was really following his whole day. And that person was like, an opportunist. Like, I'm going to get some shine. No. Damn, the way they got this, the way they got Buddy dressed, they coming up to him. This is, <laughs> <laughs> and the dialogue you can tell it's fake, bro. It's it's yeah. it's fake, bro. He set the shit oh, up. Oh wait, I know you, you little boozy, the one who was talking about my nieces and nephews. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Yeah, bro, that shit fake, fake. I don't, I don't know what's going through his mental right now. Why would you set that up, bro? Yeah, this this got to. I think this is for like a. It's got to be a music video or some shit, bro. Yeah, uh, it's another week of Boosie being Boosie. We don't got to go too far into this, so we can keep it going. Uh, what else happening, man? What's, what's going on? Um, Brittany Renner sat down with DJ Academics. No, man. Oh, this was everything great. we we knew was coming. <laughs> man, some great content dropped this week. Bro. <laughs> I, I was loving it. That was a great interview. I swear it was. What were some of the highlights of the interview? Uh, I, I want to start off with my biggest takeaway Uh-oh. from it. Um, this whole time, I really thought, I'm, I'm going to be honest, I thought Brittany Renner was just like, a, she's a manipulator, a gold digger, you know, plotting, you know, doing all that. My biggest thing, I realized she's just stupid. <laughs> she's she just stupid and, and and i'm not i'm not even mad like that interview changed my perspective of her oh my god she, she's just really dumb like she really believed that one of the biggest things she said that really lost me was when she was like i've had sex with 30 people and every single one of them i believed it was going to be something more that's stupidity right there. It's, it's stupidity because because the people that you're messing with, there's no way, there is no way. She's been she's been in this game for way too long. What's the percentage? What's your percentage? A percentage of people that I believe every time I had sex with them, I believe it was gonna be something more. Yeah, like what percentage of people that you had sex with did you think it was something more than just that night? Or just you having sex with them is gonna be a relationship or some shit. All right, I don't know if this is wise to say. I feel like you know before. 
it depends. Not on, it, 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 it depends. It depends on what kind of interactions you have before. Yeah, well, yeah, that's that's true. I, I feel like. Yeah, that's very true. I feel like based off the interaction and how you guys got to that point, you know, you kind of have a feeling of where this is going to go. Some mm-hmm. things might turn different. You you definitely could, like, uh, meet a girl one night, have that interaction, and you're like, damn, I'm actually, I'm, I'm actually fucking with her. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? 100% though, that shit don't happen. Especially okay. when you're messing, especially when you look at who she's messing with. She's not messing with regular niggas. She and, and she made it clear herself. She's <laughs> messing with entertainers. She's messing with people outside of that nine to five time. There's no way you can believe that it's gonna be something more every single time. It doesn't work like that. Okay. I mean, some people, some people are able to remain openly optimistic. Yeah. Hopeless romantics, they call them. Yeah. They also call them stupid people. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I'm not blaming her. I feel like after a while, man, for as long as she's been doing this, because she's a she's she's a veteran in this game at this point. Mm. She was she was out since like what? It was like 2011, maybe even before that. You know what it is. Why are you acting so surprised when all these when the, when these dudes that mess with millions, not millions, mess with a whole bunch of women, do you wrong? And for you to honestly believe that every single one is 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 for you, that's that's come on, come on. Either she's lying or she's very stupid. <laughs> so I don't know which one it is. Yeah. Uh my my takeaway was the act is a bold nigga, bro. <laughs> yeah. And it's it can be a bad thing in some ways, and it it could be a good good for content in other ways. Because when he would call, he caught her side pussy. I laughed so damn hard, bro. <laughs> I had never in my life seen a nigga been be that upfront with somebody in their face. And she was just sitting there like, okay. <laughs> Let me, I, when she said people call her R. Shelley, I was confused. <laughs> I was like, I've never. I, I, I have been on the internet a long time. I have never seen that. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it was it was definitely good content, man. Yeah, she um, <laughs> nigga act is a fool. <laughs> but that nigga was like, it was like, nah, man. Uh, <laughs> we were talking about her writing the book. <laughs> it was like, man, the women who write the book are the ones that just get dick, and the niggas leave. <laughs> I was like, damn, relax. <laughs> Like he would be going off, he'd be going off, bro. I'm like, once I saw that he was drinking, I was like, this is gonna be, this is gonna be magical. Because the this, more drunk he gets, it gets bad. Do we think from her, was this real, was this performative, or a little bit of both? It gotta be a little bit of both. Yeah, I, I can't, I can't believe that she believed some of the stuff that she was saying. I, I mean, I, 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 there were definitely moments when I, I, I started. She was making sense in, in, in some points. Oh, she definitely did. There was definitely parts when I, I, I agreed with what she was saying. Yeah. Th- there's definitely parts when I was like, mm, 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 relax. Like when she was talking about like, oh, he's he was 20 and I was, how old was she? 26? 27. Uh-huh. And how she, and she was like, I can't manipulate a grown man. At, at 20, you're still young. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, come on. If it was, if it was flip, it would be the same thing. You, you can manipulate somebody like that. 
Yeah. Uh, I, I, I never really blamed her for moving the way she did in, in the PJ situation until after the shit she was doing afterwards. That was a little ridiculous. But, I mean, you never know what's going on on in somebody's relationship like we don't know what that nigga pj was doing we only feeling no. bad for him because of how we feel about <laughs> Brittany Renner. well and i guess part of it i guess this is a thing that that happened as well she was basically saying people were saying all these things about me so when i started saying them as well and i started leaning into it even if it's not what i meant i was wrong which I, she was trying to say she was misunderstood, but it, to me, it's like I don't know why you would portray why you would feel like you should portray yourself this type of way if that's not really how you feel. Yeah, just I, for I, the sake of getting ahead of it. I understood the beating people to the joke thing. I understand that, um, but then it makes you look like if you yeah. if it makes you look like you don't care when you care, how good is that? Yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't know. Uh, it's it's always uh, it's always a struggle to understand Brittany Renner and men and women try. like Brittany Renner. They kind of live for the the attention and shit like that because it, it happens on both sides. Um, but I don't know. I don't know what to think about Brittany Renner. This interview, like we like we predicted, was <laughs> one of Axe's best because I think he he <laughs> taps into a real incel bag. When he, when he interviews women like this, so <laughs> you already know, because he wouldn't say some shit like he wouldn't say the shit he was saying to her to a nigga. What? Uh, no. What? So you don't think he would say those type of things, to Freddie Gibbs? Hell, not if he saw him in person. <laughs> in in a in a in a, in a interview uh, type of space. Not hell, he would never. He, he would, would skate never. around it. I, I will say, Ak is bold, not that bold. To, uh, to I mean, call him something, seem, he does seem like the type. He his will openly claimed and acknowledged to be the type where if something happens, I'm just gonna sue you. So I don't. To, I think he's at the point where it's like he almost wants it to happen, so he can be like, "Yeah, I said I would do it, and I did it." So I don't know if he's actually concerned about the repercussions. I I need to see him sit with somebody who has serious problems with him. Yeah, that's like, not a Vic Mensa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, I'm talking about somebody that he knows that this dude has problems with. I want to see him sit down with somebody like that. I don't see Act doing it. But if he does, hey, I'll be like, all right. Let me see him with Meek. Yeah, he's not sitting down with Meek. He ain't sitting down with Freddie. He might sit down with is Rory. It, okay. Is it, is it, <laughs> I can is see it, him talking to Rory. Okay, is it they? he won't sit down with them or they won't sit down with him? No, Freddie would sit down with him easily because they set it up. You, you, you have you have to think of also remember if they agree to sit down with him, they're also going to be held to some level of expectation where you have to do something. And if they don't really want to be put in that position where like I have to do something because you know you would potentially lose things, they might act like he's avoiding it when they're trying to skate around it too. I don't think Freddie has that much as big as Freddie is. He's not above whooping somebody ass. No, you know he got that movie. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that. That's why I don't like when people fall into that trap of getting them back and forth with him. Because you're not gonna win. You're not gonna win because you can't do anything to him. Like you're not gonna win on the internet. Yeah, honestly, it was looking 
that whole back and forth seemed like it lasted hours. That shit was annoying. Yeah. Like, like they both looked like idiots to me. Yeah, I, I didn't want to see that shit. It's 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 a no win situation in that in that regards, man. You, you just can't do that, bro. <laughs> uh, shit, man. What else happening? I guess we can go ahead. I don't want to say this. That sounds bad. Uh, I don't know how to properly transition into this, but we should we should have done it earlier. But we'll try now. Uh, Henry Ruggs, man. No, oh, man. Henry Ruggs. What wasn't a smooth transition to this, but what seemed like the the start of the week, I, which I don't even remember. I feel like it's been a long week, but yeah, man. Henry Ruggs, uh, formerly of the Las Vegas Raiders, was in. Uh, was arrested for a DUI that in Vegas where he was driving what 156 miles per hour and mm-hmm. his hit a woman's car and it flipped over caught on fire killing her and her dog um, and it just seemed like as the week went on more and more results or, or things coming regarding it were coming up what he had a gun inside he was apparently they're saying he had 18 shots at top golf which quite expensive and yeah he's since been released um he's been bonded out on 150 on dollars. uh he's facing what at least 30 years in prison yes yeah, multiple there. felonies misdemeanor and i think they're gonna hit him with a vehicle homicide too which that's 20 to life it's 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 not looking good for for this guy. Yeah, man. Prayers to uh, the young lady that lost her life and her family. Everybody involved. That uh, they're gonna they're gonna throw the book at him. And he killed a dog. Can't do that in this country, buddy. Yeah, uh, I don't like the way you framed that, but <laughs> no, you cannot kill a dog in this country, buddy. You 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 definitely going down. Buddy. Yeah, I think it's the buddy part at the end. That's like <laughs> <laughs> you know that's how they. <laughs> you you know what bag he really trying to get into? Yeah. Hey, listen here, buddy. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's just a PSA, honestly. Yeah, it's a PSA. Uh, I I don't understand athletes that don't get an Uber on their way home. It ain't about saving money. It ain't about none of that shit. It's just about you being an idiot, in which I understand that being impaired. But when you're driving there, you know what you're about to drink. That that you're about to drink. If you're an athlete, you have access to this money and all this shit. Get an Uber there and get an Uber home, bro. And that goes for like regular people too, because. I mean, it's been times where you had a few drinks and, you know, you come home or you wake up the next day and you see a car parked uh, weird. And it's like it should be a wake up call. Like, what am I doing? This is goofy, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, I had a time like that where I I had too many drinks. It was I went down the street from my house to this girl's crib and I came home, woke up the next day. My car was parked crooked. After that, I was like, bro, I cannot be drinking and driving, bro, because no matter if like. No matter what happened, I made it home safe. I was good. My car was parked crooked. That was the only thing that was wrong. But what if that wasn't the only thing that happened? Mm-hmm. It's so wild thinking about you getting drunk to the point where you wake up in a jail cell, bro. 
So I'm not about to act all high and mighty like I haven't done it before, but this has to be a wake up call. Like you can't do that shit. And for the big, I mean, I think for most people, I think the most shocking part wasn't that this happened. It's you were going 156 miles per hour. Like that added a, a different level of severity to it. I mean, I think knowing that and seeing what it caused, 156, 156 miles per hour caused this car to flip over and burst into flames. Mm. Is I, I don't know if this is wrong or right, but it it looks and it sounds and it feels different than you doing 45, getting a DUI, hitting somebody. Like I guess. It, you look at 45 and again, it's still dangerous, but it's like, maybe they still would have had a chance or maybe if you were just doing the speed limit, they, their car doesn't flip over and they get trapped and it goes into flames. Like you, maybe there's a better chance that at least this person can walk away from it as opposed to you doing NASCAR speeds on regular roads. And this is what happens. Yeah. I think that that just goes back to how alcohol affects everybody like if i get drunk and i get in my car i'm driving like driving miss daisy because i'm paranoid that motherfucking gonna pull up behind me and it's a wrap is it okay so it's just part of this this might be fair foul but it's part of this make you question why there are cars on the road that go this fast because you said like you you drive more you would drive more sound but also you got to consider like as regular people with regular cars, most of our cars don't go over 140, 150. So yeah. that's really flooring it to really try to get that experience. If this nigga was really in that vet, depending on what kind of Corvette he had, you could, you know, get a nice little tap and be up there. Do we even need Hellcat scat packs, all those type of shits, those demons where, you know, they get up there and speed, but it's like, for what? That's a good point. I, n- I never thought about it like that. Because there's nowhere to drive that fast in the United shit. States. <laughs> like, unless you're in fucking, I don't know, overseas in one of them uh, shit you see in a music video. <laughs> you, see you know what I'm saying? It's, it's no reason for it. I mean, like, you, we've all seen it. Like, you're on the expressway driving, and then you see, like, random two cars zoom past like they fucking... I don't mm-hmm. know, like they're Batman or some shit. Like, yo, relax. Like, what's <laughs> and the thing is, when that happens, you probably on an expressway doing eighty and a fifty-five. Yeah, mm. and they're zooming. You're they're like, god damn. Yeah, don't, don't drink and drive, man. Please. Yeah, that's all it is. We just gotta, you know, keep telling ourselves this because I know sometimes it's hard, especially for regular people you like i want to have fun i don't want to pay all this money at the fucking bar so i'm gonna have a few drinks i'm gonna drive home i'm gonna be solid but you Mm. just never know what the night gonna take you if you have 18 shots you or somebody you with gotta be responsible enough to say absolutely no like i haven't had 18 shots in maybe what 10 years maybe nine ten years that's a lot of drinking bro that's an insane amount how do you also i guess how do you as a driver because sometimes you maybe you don't know how intoxicated you are mm-hmm. and once you start driving home you feel a little unlike yourself 
I guess you got to have to know how to properly respond in those moments as well. And it, and make the best safe sound decision for yourself then. It's a, it's a judgment call. It's tough. Because those moments do happen. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, now, I, if I even get to the point of where I'm hanging out and shit, like, I'm at that point, I'm like, bro, I got to find somewhere to stay because I'm not driving home. Especially, I think that's one thing that living far away from the city now has taught me that I got to make a 35, 40-minute drive to the crib. I'm not doing that drunk, bro. That's, that's pretty much asking to, like, go to jail or, you know, kill somebody. You're praying everything go right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's one of those things that it, it really hammered in. Like, bro, I got to chill, either chill on drinking before I go out. Or get an Uber or catch a ride or just stay somewhere. Cause this shit, this life shit, bro, it can end just like that. You, he's not expect. He's on the Raiders, bro. He's living his dream. He's not expecting to wake up and you facing thirty years in prison for mm-hmm. doing for celebrating for being out at Top Golf drinking. That's crazy. Sure. Like I always, I always imagine like imagine because you know how like you, sometimes you just don't remember. You just wake up in your bed not remembering the night. Imagine yourself waking up in jail, bro. Or in a hospital. Man, man, I'm telling you, in in college, them early days, that could have easily happened so many times. Like, I thank God that something that bad has not happened to me. Yeah. And And so that's why I said I can't act all high and mighty like I haven't done it before. I've done it multiple times. But Mm -hmm. we have to be better, bro. When we mm. see shit like that, and hopefully before we see shit like this, shit like this shouldn't have to happen for us to realize that we gotta be better, just in, in general. And bro. I think unfortunately it's one of those things where that's just how it goes. Mm. Like m- most people, especially younger people, have this sense of uh, being invincible until they see something happen to them or to people around them. And so this this just has to be a learning experience for real. I mean, because this unfortunately shaped, and it's going to change multiple lives for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, you you got to think about the victim and their family and everything that they're going through, and you got you also got to think about it. This dude just was drafted two years ago, like he signed for millions of dollars in, in money for on his first contract. His family was probably thinking and hoping like this is about to be that change that's going to not only affect our generation, but the future ones as well. Now that shit is just gone. In a blink of eye, one night at Top Golf ended that shit. So, man, prayers just for this, that whole situation. Uh, it's been a few little stories in, in football and sports just in general. Did y'all see that? Uh, y'all saw uh, Calvin Ridley took a step away from football to focus on his mental health? Indeed. Yeah. What would y'all feel about that situation? Um, I think it's big, I guess. Just because, well, one, it's I guess it's a nice, I don't want to call it a luxury, but it's a kind of a luxury. It's a nice luxury to have. Especially in that kind of workspace where, I mean, niggas get replaced every week, literally, mm-hmm. in the NFL. To, to take away, to say, I need to step away and get myself together so I can perform at a high level. Isn't something that I don't think anybody can really do, especially most of us regular day people where it's like, we feel like we have 
these things that we're dealing with at a, at a high capacity on a daily level, we still have to work through all those while doing work because we know we have to provide. So, I mean, you got to applaud him for, for willing to put himself first and uh, taking those steps and to, to step away and to, you know, put it, put his health first and, and hopefully he'll be able to, to come back when he's ready and, and go from there. Yeah. I respect it, man. These, um, these corporations, these companies, they don't give a fuck about you at the end of the day. You got to care about you. You got to put your health first. So I salute it. Yeah. I saw, I, respect uh, it, I, I know Lane Johnson did a little bit either earlier this season or last season, but he was one of the earlier players. this year. Yeah. yeah, he did it. Uh, Marcellus Wiley had a problem with it. He said, this is not the sport for that. Like we, like you got to be mentally tough to play sports and shit like that. And I was just like, come on, bro. Like, you missing the whole point, dog. <laughs> like, you just, nah. you see all the shit happening when football players leave. They, they committing suicide. They doing all types of, you know, wild shit because the, the brain is all messed up from CTE and stuff like that, or just head trauma just in general. Um, that's not the message you need to be sending, bro. So. I didn't want to spend too much time on it. Uh, I did want to say fuck up the city of Atlanta, though. Uh, I saw the Braves won the, the uh, World Series. And I didn't really care about Houston, the Astros getting beat. I'm not an Astros fan at all. I wanted Dusty to get one, but uh, I'm not an Astros fan. But then they start popping shit. Because, you know, everybody was, like, doing the <laughs> Houston versus Atlanta party city type shits. And then mm. niggas start popping shit about Houston and shit. And, I, you know, I'm not a Houstonian. But I, I consider this my second home, so you know I had to take up. To... You said <laughs> what? For the turf? Yeah, man. <laughs> I had to stand out for the town, man. Like, come on now, Houston. Houston is way better than Atlanta. I put that on everything, but it is what Woo! it is, man. It is what it is. That's Shout a, out that's to the a decent little. That's a decent little um little competition. Yeah, right Houston there. versus Atlanta. Atlanta yeah. ain't got shit on Houston, man. <laughs> and that, I'm not saying that because I live here, but Atlanta ain't got shit on Houston. I there's, mean, there's, there's a lot of hookah smoke going back. And forth. <laughs> hookah smoke. <laughs> Let's set up the competition. <laughs> if you think about it, like the comparisons are perfect. Yeah. They kind of have got the, the same thing. Got the strip clubs. Got the hookah. Hey, Houston you know got finer women. The setup is yeah. just, the, set, the setup of the city is the same for yeah, the most part. It is. And Atlanta got some fine women. Atlanta got some fine women, but Houston has finer women in Atlanta. We can go line by line. Houston got better finer women, better clubs. <laughs> the thing that he think Atlanta got Atlanta got better strip clubs. Okay. Yeah, but you but you gotta ask so how many clubs you done hit in Atlanta? Like how you you gotta I feel like you gotta have a true I know the general experience. layout. You gotta have a true experience of each city to to give it that that proper comparison. All right, all my Atlanta niggas, hit me up if y'all feel like I'm wrong. I feel like I'm right. Houston, better food. It's hard. I, I think that's a. I don't know. That's hard. That's, that's a toss up, right? It's close. Atlanta don't got a. And I'm not even saying like Whataburger the best, but Atlanta don't got a staple like Whataburger. Dude, Where you gonna go? The Waffle House, they, we got Waffle House got, down they here. Got, they got they got In and In and Out. No, we they, got In and Out. What's that barbecue? No, not In and Out. Um, cookout, take right? Out, take cookout, cookout. Yeah, yeah. Cook. I, I consider cookout like a southern thing. I wouldn't put that on Atlanta. We got the my sister and them eat cookout, and she live in yeah. Greensboro. Yeah, they yeah, but you got, but that's like a take out Bojangles then. 
Bojangles Southern nah. thing too. Uh, yeah, that's nah. Southern. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't giving them that. Yeah, bro. But you gotta count it. You gotta count it if it's Southern and y'all Southern, but y'all don't got it. We got. I mean, we got a Bojangles. I think down here. Uh-oh. I don't think we got. I know we don't got no cookout, but I think we got a Bojangles somewhere around here. But it, it, like I said, it's neck to neck with the food. I think Atlanta might edge them, uh, us out in food. And I use us loosely because, like I said, I'm not no easy nigga. <laughs> I feel like y'all need to lose points for turkey legs. <laughs> no, no, turkey legs be hidden, bro. You had a, I had a lobster mac turkey leg. That shit was busted. You know, you know that sounded insane. Wait, better weather. Houston, easy. Uh, easy. Because people would say the heat. It's a little too. Yeah. That's much. that's two or three months out of the year, bro. And right now, yeah, right now, it's about to be seventy now. this whole week. Houston, easy. Because <laughs> <laughs> Atlanta, Atlanta does get cold though, right? Atlanta gets it get cold, cold but it don't get like crazy. Like it's about yeah. to snow and shit. And when it do snow, both cities is wild. Oh, it's it's it's, it's over with. <laughs> That's one thing. Okay, what natural disaster? If you bring in natural disasters, I'm going to Atlanta because I the shit out here is fucking nuts. <laughs> Bro, I was driving to work the other day and a random tornado just happened. And I was like, when do we start having tornadoes, dog? And it's just like a random, random day. To Bro, it's yeah. just a random day, dog. So, yeah. I mean, like I said, if, if, if any of my Atlanta niggas hit me up, tell me why Atlanta better than Houston. I guarantee you. It's, it's not too many points, man. All right, so where, where are you? This is we're gonna bounce from uh, Houston to Austin. Y'all heard about the uh, the pole assassins monkey? The pole assassin monkey. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Okay, so last week, um, during Halloween, apparently there was uh, when kids were trick or treating in Austin, um, this kid was bit by a monkey. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So, um, the monkey is the pet of a woman who who goes by the pole assassin. Um, she was on like Jerry Springer. She's a known stripper, or, or former stripper. Okay, right. Um, she's in a relationship with an assistant coach at the University of Texas. I did see this. What I did see this. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking and about. And they were doing like some trick or treating experience in their neighborhood, and like. Apparently, she said the kid went behind gates and says, warning, do not enter. And a monkey bit the kid on the arm and, like, had to be forcibly removed from it. Um, the football, Texas football team said it's not been a distraction, but... <laughs> it's not been a distraction. <laughs> but, yeah. but, oh, and apparently, I think this the the coach had, like, a family before and met, this, met the pole assassin when he was at Alabama and brought her with him to Austin. So... Pole assassin's monkey, a bitter kid. Hey man, pole assassin seem like some shit. I'm trying to see. Actually, yeah, that's a, wild. Yeah, what, what, what is she about? How do you bring the pole assassin to like team events? <laughs> the pole oh yeah, wait, is this the same dude that had like uh, he had her kids like running around? Or no, that was was that a different nigga? Had her kids running around? Yeah, like he was like he brought he was dating a stripper and her kids was like. Uh, at practice, running around and shit like doing drills. What <laughs> the like, fuck? I don't know if it's I don't know if that's the same nigga or that was a different <laughs> that was a different coach. But yeah, yo, these college coaches wilding, bro. They yeah. doing whatever. 
Hey, it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is, man. Hey, live your life, man. Live your truth. If you if you fucking with the pole assassin, you gotta take what comes with the pole assassin. That's a Chabuka monkey or whatever the fuck kind of monkey she got. So, uh, uh, did y'all see the uh, LGBT community forgiving the baby? Did y'all, did y'all when, see that update? When, when do they get a CEO? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I just don't like how niggas drop that like it was an ESPN alert. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he oh, yeah, he good now. He, no, he apologized, man. We forgive him for his transgressions. Hey, you, when they said he denounced Dave Chappelle, yeah. <laughs> the only time I've heard denounce is when people denounce Satan. <laughs> so the fact that this this nigga is denouncing Dave Chappelle had me fucking cracking up. Baby, good. Dave is not. Dave is not. <laughs> End it right. Dave still has work to do. Our doors are still open. That is all for this time. Yeah. Y'all niggas check out uh, Harder They Fall. Did y'all watch that? I did. I did not. You didn't. So, all right. Spoiler. Spoiler free review. Um, how, how'd you feel about it? I liked it. I liked it. Um, I feel like the ending really changed how I felt about it. Because I think throughout the movie, I was like, all right, this is cool. This is mm-hmm. cool. But I really liked the ending. thought the ending was Yeah, dope. the ending got spoiled to me. And I think that's why I didn't make that much of an impact. I I uh, thought it could have been better. Um, I, I, I really think they should have let us sit with the characters more. And get mm-hmm. to know them. Because the two characters that I liked the most, I felt like they really gave us some insight to who they were. Beckworth. And Cuffy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. really felt like we were able to sit with those characters or just see like little nuances in their behavior and like little parts of their story. Like a lot of characters in there, I, I really don't feel like they let us grow with them. So that would probably be my only problem. It was okay mm-hmm. to me. It wasn't great. It wasn't bad. Uh, but yeah, some, some, of the, some of the scripts seemed a little bit too modern too. Like Cowboys in the West in the when when was that? Like the when was the Wild West? Like eighteen sixties or some shit. Yeah, I, I didn't know how to. <laughs> that's one thing. I didn't know when this movie took place. What was the context? Like, I don't know if they were just wanted to make a modern movie that's a western. That that's the feel I got, but also not really because it was like it seemed like a period piece. Yeah, but. Nobody's yeah. saying blow that bitch in, in back in the day. <laughs> like they're not saying that, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I thought it was okay. I didn't think it was amazing or anything, but uh you, you see what's the name is a star, bro. You you you, you see that starting to happen. Um the main character. What's his name? Yeah, Jonathan Majors. Oh yeah, yeah Jonathan yeah. Majors. Yeah. Is, no, is no. he a star or you just keep he's getting he's getting to that point. You see it budding. He's getting he's getting the Michael B. Jordan placer. Because after yeah, after a point yeah. he was after a point I feel like to 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 ascend you just start getting more and more placements and more it becomes more freak, frequent and they continue to kind of elevate mm-hmm. and I kind of all at one time I'll say with him I actually enjoy watching him act in compared to Michael B Jordan I think uh, everything I've seen Jonathan Majors in he's been pretty solid. No, like I even the, like, like Loki. Um, what was that one shit that was confusing as hell and I didn't really like? Uh, Last nigga in Philadelphia. 
No, no, uh, I, I never saw the show. Oh, no, San Francisco. My bad. Um, uh, uh, count that county show. What is it? Lovecraft. 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 Yeah. Lovecraft. I, I didn't have an issue with his acting in there. I, th- I think the show was a complete mess, but <laughs> it was pretty solid in that shit too. So I, I, I fuck with John. He's he's definitely he's definitely next up for sure. I've always thought about this recently, like the way that we look at actors now and actresses now compared to like how we look at people who do theater in high school. <laughs> oh, hell yeah, man. But, hey, oh. but, but in retrospect, like we never compare like that. Like, oh, you know, this is my dick. They could do some fly shit. It's like, this is nerd ass. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. I mean, most really of them are nerds, bro. This, this nigga want to do Macbeth and shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I doing this bullshit, man. I don't even know what's going on in this bullshit play. At least we out of class, though. I wish I could have did theater though. I really wish I could have. Mm, I don't. I don't have the I don't have the courage to do it, but I wish I did. <laughs> because I if would... I could just lean on that shit for years, hey, I'm an actor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a thespian. The only thing I could do is probably improv. Yeah, even then, that's that's rough. Yeah, it take it take a lot of shit. But to I do feel that. like going around trying to be in improv groups wouldn't wouldn't be good. Wouldn't be a good look for me. No, you you would get canceled quick. I can see that easily. Nigga <laughs> 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 just saying shit off the fly. Like, get him up out of here. He's starting every yeah. sentence with bitch. Look, bitch. <laughs> like nigga, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, improv would be dope. That's just rough. Yeah, for sure, for sure. What's the name? Uh I did not like Zazie Beats in there. Uh, that's the one thing I will say. I don't think she how, she fit the character. Nah, when she was doing that fake ass singing in the beginning, I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is this about? That, I think that's another one of my issues is I feel like this movie could have went a lot far- further without the big names. Like they, the big names kind of distracted from the plot and the storyline that they were trying to like do and shit like that. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I messed with uh, Lakeith's character though. I kind of wish there was more of, of that nigga in there. Yeah, yeah, he he was he was solid. Um, but like I said, Beckworth and Cuffy was my favorite too. Um, he just he did a decent job. Did I didn't like I didn't like Regina King's character. I thought it was kind of forced. Uh, but it is what it is. Shout out to them. Um, did y'all see that video? That woman that's uh she was crying. She just got off a plane. Um, she said she longs to be in a re- romantic relationship, and like she was just like. She has just never come across one or just had the luck to get in one. And did y'all see that video? No. She was crying off a plane. She was talking she was talking to herself, like she was recording herself off a plane saying yes. these things. So she was on TikTok and she dropped a video crying, pretty much saying, uh, she was just on a plane and she was sitting next to a couple and like the, the guy was rubbing his girlfriend's leg and that kinda Fucked her up because okay, okay, I give it. I know what you're saying. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he, he was. She was basically saying that she, um, never was wanted. I guess. No, or, she just had or, never been in that type of situation where she felt like she was wanted. Like she hadn't been in a relationship in her whole life, so she like longed for that. And she's not one of those people that want it. Her main point was she's not one of those people that want to be alone. Like, we all know those people that's just like, I, I, I don't really care about relationships. I just kind of focus on work and shit like that. She said she's not one of those people. Uh-huh. And she wants a relationship. She just can't have it. And it it, it really hurts her. 
Well, I guess mm. I saw a video off of that, and she was basically kind of explaining like her whole life. She's never been like uh, desired, if that's the best way to put it. Mm-hmm. Like she's never had like dudes really after or trying to date her, and so moving through life like that has been difficult. And so it's like once she first gets in a relationship like that, or she kind of clinches onto it or to like really quickly or stuff like that. I don't know. It was kind of weird, but it made sense at the same time. Yeah. I don't know if I'm explaining it correctly. Yeah, it gets deep. It gets deep, man. Do y'all feel, yeah. Do y'all feel like that, that is the thing? Like it's people that just won't ever have luck with finding a romantic partner. Or do you feel like it's something within themselves? Uh, wait, I, I, I feel like it's both. Can it be both? I feel like, I definitely feel like there's people out there that may n- never get a romantic partner, but I I definitely feel like some of that is within them, something that's that's going on, and uh, I don't know. It it could be deep. It could be some traumatic stuff that limits them from progressing with somebody. Okay. Yeah, cause I saw I saw people like kind of talking. First of all, I thought the situation was sad, cause I, you know, you you kind of feel for somebody that you know wants to be. Because do y'all feel like everybody wants to have that type of not? It may not be that relationship, but wants to be wanted or loved in that capacity at some point in their life. I think so. Yeah, I think we. I, I think as humans, we we want to be wanted and loved. Mm-hmm. So, with us being, yeah, being uh, communal creatures, yeah, mm-hmm. we definitely want it. Yeah, so I, I just felt bad because it's just like you feel for somebody like that. That's really, they just feel like they will never have that type of shit. And I, I, I started to examine it. I'm like, is that, um, is that like something internally, or it's just, just like I think the sadder option to that is. Some people just never get to experience what that's like. And the fairness of our world, if that makes sense. No, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. It is. It's complicated. Uh, That's fucked up. It's very I mean, it's... I guess because you have to ask, like... Everybody gets or you know, is attracted to different things. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, you can't really give them any advice. Mm-hmm. So it's it's just kind of like you have to only tell them to keep waiting. I don't know. Yeah, I, I seen yeah, I seen them arguing. Um, they were saying like women when this type of stuff happens, they blame themselves, and when men this happens to men, they blame other people and like women for this shit happening. Basically, incels. I mean, I feel like this is a, a good example of both both sides feel like every the other side has it better mm-hmm. like I, the point I was seeing was like um, dudes saying women just always have like people co- who come in after them when that's not always the case some of us never have that and that's true and some women feel like dudes got it easy because it's all these good women out here and you can easily walk outside and find like a good one. 
and don't have to look hard for it type of situation. Every every side feels like the other side has better perks or advantages that make it easier for them to be out here. And I think this kind of leaned on that a little bit as well. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. I didn't want to go too far into it. I thought just, you know, I thought it was kind of fucked up. Because, I mean, just to go through life without that, without hope, or she just seemed like she was just like, damn, <laughs> like this shit ain't never happening. Uh, Yeah, I just thought that was kind of fucked up. But uh, Kodak said the semen retention is the way. Yo, a lot of people been saying, a lot of people been saying this. Yeah. Not a lot of people. I, I saw Kevin Gates said the same thing. Yeah, he said uh, uh, semen retention is saving his life right now. Is that the new way? He should. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna knock it. I'd have to try it. Might have to. You know. What I guess. Saying? What is he calling semen retention? Not fucking or masturbating. No, I guess not. Like, what is his? How long is he? Like, what is his method? Or not method. Like, how long is he planning to? Go about this. I don't. Why are we calling it semen retention? You just he called it semen retention. Like I don't know why I didn't need the name. He just not. Well, I mean, people been doing this for a while. It's called No Nut uh, November. I mean, people have been doing this forever, but I guess people feel like when you not focus on sex and you know all that type of shit, you focus on work and all that shit. And I don't know if that really works because when I'm not having sex or doing whatever I'm doing. I'm more distracted than ever. <laughs> I, I, I can see how, like, I don't know. It's it's, it's almost like reprogramming your mind. Mm-hmm. That shit's tough. I but also, I, I wouldn't be mad it's at also doing like that, you don't sometimes have to be thinking about sex. You could be doing regular shit and then you just some shit just pop in your mind. You can't force it out, especially with everything that we got, man. Like. I, like I get my news from Twitter and I'll be scrolling Twitter and it just be a random fat ass right now. <laughs> I'm just like that. <laughs> All right, now what am I doing? Now my mind's going, now I'm going everywhere with it. Like it's like it's hard to escape it. Sex is Are everywhere. you do you think semen retention is something that you can do in a relationship? No. Uh, yeah, well so it's certain I, women. <laughs> I was gonna say I think Imagine just saying for one month to your girl, you know what? Nah, we ain't doing that. I think it's easier to do it in a relationship than to do it single, to be honest with you. <laughs> I feel like it's easier single because I feel like it's single. All you got to do is limit your your, uh, your self-time. Your t- limit your temptations. You are okay. <laughs> but the thing is, you you buy yourself a lot. <laughs> so you like, I ain't got, like, what am I doing right now? At least when you're in a relationship, all right, you guys can do some busy shit together. <laughs> and yeah, but you but you know after a certain point, like some some real uh, pressure is gonna be applied. Yeah, that's when you gotta let her know, like, yo, I'm I'm on my semen retention ground. So imagine telling her that you, you know she's not believing it. Telling your girl you on your semen retention grind is nuts. <laughs> but no, she she got to she got to respect my mental. If, if we're in a relationship, you gotta respect my mental, man. If, if I'm telling you I'm I, I don't want to uh, release any semen, this is nice. <laughs> don't. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to trying to whisper this. <laughs> if I don't if I don't want to release, you, come on, man. Don't don't do nothing crazy, man. Come on, give me that. Don't me, do nothing crazy. Give me that courtesy, you know. 
Mm-hmm. But being alone, I feel like nah, bro. That's when you. That's when you at your horniest. Oh man! <laughs> oh man! <laughs> if you think about it, yeah. Cam said he tried this shit. Uh, it was like the year before he got cut. Uh, so he said he was trying to focus into the games and shit. So he wasn't having no sex or anything, no masturbation, no none of that shit. And after that, the downfall just happened. So <laughs> shit works for some. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to try it though. I want to see what what shit I can unlock. I just randomly start doing <laughs> random hobbies and shit. <laughs> Picking up books. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know what that's like, but uh, yeah. Uh, what else is happening out here, man? I definitely had some. Uh... Oh man, have you? This is a general question. Have you ever? Um... How did it feel when you tried to use it, like, have an icebreaker, but it failed? Hmm. Explain. Yeah, what do you mean? Um, let's see. Say say you're just meeting somebody new, and you're trying to, like, I don't know, create some type of engaging conversation just to kind of, like, so you can have, like, build a rapport. Mm-hmm. But the thing that you use for an icebreaker, they basically don't engage or don't have knowledge of so it basically fails and now it kind of creates this weird situation hey what's your favorite horror movie <laughs> horror. <laughs> I watch that bullshit <laughs> like I'm like you've you've kind of kicked it around like new niggas sometimes and like tried to figure out like a way to like break the ice a little bit so you might throw like some some sports sometimes type shit I've definitely like tried to like break the ice like oh shit like throw some like sneaker conversation mm. and they're like oh i'm not into sneakers like that Damn it's like God. well what we about to do right here that's when you gotta i mean you gotta go to the the first one you gotta go to everybody every nigga that i know loves at least one sport so yeah you, i you always start fight. with basketball just because i have an inkling that they gonna they gonna have they gonna like basketball <laughs> you nigga oh, no okay hey, so that happened one time one time in college um, we was chilling at chilling at the apartment, and I don't know why these the chick these chicks came over whatever we was about to go out kick it whatever. She <laughs> tries to go to make the icebreaker conversation, so she starts talking about I think it was like the school football team, right? One of my roommates was like, "Who was that?" Like had no clue. I've never been more traumatized in my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it didn't go from like, oh, never mind, to like, yeah. wait, you don't know this? Mm-hmm. So icebreakers can go left. Yeah. No, I, oh, I know, especially when it comes to like people you work with. That's the hardest shit to find common things to talk about. I, I try to go. I think my thing is asking questions. I feel like that's the way to go. Instead of bringing up a subject. It's it's like ask those basic things like what you watching right now, mm. what music but, you listening but, to. Right? But then at that point, don't you like that like that nosy coworker? Y- yeah. <sighs> or they might think you're trying to hit on them. I found one thing to attach myself to. Like it was one of my coworkers. He loved the Titans. I don't know about what's going on with the Titans, <laughs> like, but I knew like I I hear like little shit. Like, I was like, oh, fairly hurt this week, ain't he? <laughs> He'd be like, oh, yeah, man, we need him hey, this week. <laughs> okay, but that also turns into a negative thing because when you see them sometimes, that's the first thing they go to, and then you get confused for like that split second. Yeah. Like, fuck is this nigga 
even talking. Yeah. <laughs> what like, nigga, why you yell out Julio Jones? Like, oh. Rabel missed that call, huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh yeah, my bad. I thought we I forgot we tighten niggas. <laughs> you <Yeah>. tighten up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's uh, always finding that that common ground. Like, my, yeah, one of my go tos is shows too. Especially, you know, when I'm talking to whoever. Because everybody watches TV. I don't care who you are. You're going to watch something. Yeah. So, And I watch a lot of shit, too. So, no matter who you are, I'm most likely to watch something uh, similar to you. So, yeah. The go-to is shows. My bad. Let me fix that. It's not sports. It's shows. Yeah, because that's more like a... That's not even like cultural. Like, we all, you know what I'm saying? It could be one show and everybody watches it. Mm. And also with the show, even if you don't watch it, you can always act like you were interested in the show that they were talking about. Yeah. Or you can like let them get in a bag of describing shit. Yeah. Damn. My, just kinda, my like, friend told me to watch that. Yeah. I'm, I'm I been to watch that. <laughs> man, I've been, I, my favorite is man, I've been iffy on it, but you if you really saying it's like <laughs> okay, okay, you gonna push me yeah, over that I'm line. Gonna, hey, I gotta check it out. Okay, I'm check it out. Then next time, if you happen to see him again, it's like, hey, bro, you was right about this one. Man, I was in the club, and this nigga, one of my friend's uh, homies or whatever, they came up to me, and legit, this nigga was cool as fuck. Like, he was nice as hell, but he was trying to get me to watch uh, Attack on Titan. And he was, like, explaining me the whole plot and shit. I was like, bro, I'm not one of those niggas, dog. I'm going to listen to what you're saying, but I'm not going to watch it, bro. Hey, I will say, Attack on Titan is fire. I would never get somebody in the club. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's the environment. It's the environment that's crazy. No. He tracking you down? Nah, but for real, fam. Dawg, he explained to me the whole plot. And then it was this other one where I guess that everybody had, like, superpowers and one dude didn't have them or some shit. It, it, he was explaining to me this whole shit, bro. I was like, all right, dog. Like, I fuck with you, but I, I'm probably not going to watch it. I ain't going to lie to you. Uh, hearing the plot of Attack on Titan in the club would really piss me. <laughs> <laughs> like, said, what are you talking about, nigga? Yeah, so walk away. It is a good show, though. Salute uh, any of the listeners. Check it out. It is good. I haven't finished it though. Yeah, I was watching uh, some shows this week. I watched Narcos Mexico. Got back into that. Uh, y'all don't watch that, do you? Nah, no, I, I I watched the first season of Narcos, the original one. This is separate, right? Uh, this is so it's been six seasons. So this is the sixth one, the last one. Okay, so it's Narcos and Narcos Mexico. Yeah, so Narcos show. deals with like Colombian cartels, like the Medellin cartel and the Cali cartel. This one deals with all the cartels in Mexico, like mm-hmm. uh, you know the Guadalajara, uh, and different other cartels and shit. Uh, but yeah, it's fire. Uh, I also was watching Delia's Warriors, and I, I, I like. Like, realize how fucked up of a show that is, bro. Like, they'll put, like, Crips versus, like, a school shooter and shit and see. Y'all remember that show? Oh, I remember. No, I, did, I watched that. The, uh, it wasn't recently, but, like, I think, like, last year or some shit like that. I know wait, 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 what show? It, 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 Deadly is like worse? It's, it's, like, random uh comparisons. Yeah. Right. So like the first season it was like logical. Like they have like a a samurai versus a viking or some shit. And so yeah, then they yeah, test yeah. out all their weapons and see who will mm-hmm. win. Then they just got absurd and start putting like clansmen versus black panthers and shit. Bro, it got nuts. Like IRA versus fucking the mob. Like it, it was crazy, bro. Crips and Bloods versus school shooters. <laughs> <laughs> 
this shit got nuts, but hey, I've been binging that all weekend, bro. That that was a great show, and it got it had racial like undertones because the, you had like this just Japanese dude, and he he going hard for the samurais, and the fight is like we'll knock that little wimpy ass shit out. of us. <laughs> That shouldn't be the funniest part of that shit, bro. Uh, but yeah, man. Uh, what else is happening? Did y'all see that nigga that resigned at Whole Foods? What? Y'all didn't see that? <laughs> Bro, y'all gotta see that shit. It was a uh, a white dude in Whole Foods. He he worked at he worked on the deli department, and this black lady had this. I guess she bought it. She walked out to her car, and he like chased her out the car, out to her car because he thought she didn't buy her shit, and he uh. just like snatched it out her car. <laughs> and then she recording like going off, like she had the receipt. <laughs> and the, people, the, people, people being overly dedicated to their jobs is never not funny. The nigga was like, "Oh yeah, okay, you know what? I resign right now." <laughs> he took all my shit and did the stuff. I didn't know you could resign from Hopeful. <laughs> like they had the manager's day. He was like, "You know what? I just resigned." It. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't no problem no more. <laughs> he was like, all right, I'm done. Y'all got me. Yeah, Y'all won. Oh, shit, bro. I was like, oh, this nigga just resigned from the deli department at Whole Foods, man. <laughs> People taking their job too seriously never goes well. Fair. I swear. I was in tears, man. I was like, God damn, I didn't know it was that easy to get out the racial. Oh, man. <laughs> Alright, I resign. I'm, I'm out of here. <laughs> oh, yo, no, I respect that, man. Before y'all go canceling me, I'm out. <laughs> it's been good. Yeah, y'all don't gotta fight for me, man. No statement needed. I, I'll, I'll leave him on my own. <laughs> nigga just oh, took his gloves off. He's like, I'm out of here. <laughs> I, I, it's been a long week. Y'all, y'all also saw the thing where the, uh, the dude got um, left at the movies? Yeah. That was on him. Hey, I I think I saw that. Oh, and he was like pissed. Was he like talking about? Wait, is that dude that was sleeping in the movie? Just yeah, movie? yeah. It, it, yeah, explain it because I, I feel like I didn't watch the full video. Though. So he said he was on this little date. They mm. um went to a bar, had a, had some beer, went got some pizza, drank a little more, then went to the movies. Mm. And he said apparently he at some point he didn't know he just fell asleep. And when he woke up, his his date was gone. <laughs> so he went outside, and their car was gone. Whoa! Wait! 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 <laughs> wait! 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 So they, he drove them. She drove. She them? drove. Them. She drove them. Yeah. And they're not together. Do they live together? Yeah, I didn't have a problem with her difference. <laughs> nah, it, fuck that. Nah, you know it's foul. Doing. It's foul, but it ain't foul to the point where he needs to be making videos. Just get a fucking Uber, bro. Yeah. Yeah, nah, yeah, that's yeah. not. Nah, you got it. I mean, yeah. I don't know why. Well, first and foremost, anytime anybody talking to their phone, nothing good happens from it. I'm sticking by that theory. But also, not nah, as fucked up, because you can't. You know, and I hate to be one of them niggas, but if this was reversed, this nigga would be sent to hell. Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, because it's like you abandoned her, but and anything yeah. could have happened. <laughs> I don't care how upset you are Like I could just wait If you want to be done and I'm asleep Say oh you let's go 
It's just a bad idea to to drive somebody on the first day in general. That that's what confused like confusing me like. Is she it though? Drove this? I mean, hell he, I yeah! Know, I don't, again, I don't know if it was the first date. He just said that she had a rental and was offering to drive, and he was like, "Okay," which and people have been there, so I get it. Uh, yeah, that's true because I've definitely been on a first date before where I picked. Oh, so I'm the you, one. If you're, if were you like sixteen? No, nah, no, nah, even older. I was. I picked picked the girl up, <laughs> took her out to dinner, dropped her back off at home. Especially if it's, you're it's, if you're if you're offering to pick me up, yeah, I shouldn't have to fear that you're gonna leave me. I will say this: I've never, I've done that on a first date, but I knew the person before. If if, if I didn't know the person at all, like this is our first time meeting up, I don't know. I feel like we would meet instead of me going there. The golden rule for first dates, especially when you, as you get older, is to have an escape plan. Like, I don't care how good you think he's going to go. You have to have an escape plan because you just never know how it's going to go. Men and women. Uh, For me, first of all, I'm not I'm not hopping in no woman's car on the first day. That's nuts. What I look like. Are you ever getting in a woman's car? Yes. If I if I'm with that, if I'm with the woman, I'm dating her for real. But I'm not like are, are she throwing no scrubs and shit. Like, nah, I'm I'm good, bro. <laughs> no scrubs. <laughs> when, when you get in her car, are you driving or are you passenger? If I get in her, no, I'm not gonna drive her car. I, I'm not gonna lie. I've been there plenty of times where women just don't want to drive, regardless. Uh, I've been there, but like for me, I'm at the point where being a passenger is kind of awkward. Nah, that I, that's when I get in my bag. I ain't gonna lie, but I'm not doing yeah. that on the first date though. Yeah, on the first, you have to have an escape plan, bro. I can see how. I can see. I, I, can't, I, I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can blame him for being left. I'm not blame. I'm not blaming him at all. But I'm. I'm blame. I'm saying that that wasn't a good move. That in itself wasn't a good move. I wasn't. Her leaving him is foul as fuck. That's foul. But I, I just feel like it wasn't necessary to make that video. Stop broadcasting your L's, bro. Like, that, that has to stop. <laughs> that nigga was filming that shit while walking in the theater. <laughs> yeah, like, that has uh, to stop. I'd be pissed. I'd be pissed. No, I, I, would, I would be upset. It's, it's, if I pay for it, too, come on. You got to have the decency to at least wake me up. Just eat shit. Even if I didn't, <laughs> nigga, just wake me up. Like, that's all you had to like, do. You What's she going to say up? when she wake you up, though? Like... Hey, let's go. Hey, hey, hey. You, like, ain't telling, you ain't telling me to let's go like I'm your child. No, nah, don't wake me up. You know, I'm not saying wake me up to say, yo, watch this movie. If you annoyed that I fell asleep and you want to be done with this experience, just say, hey, we out. <laughs> Did she leave in the middle of the movie? Yes. Hey, I think she had to. Oh, that's dirty. <laughs> yes, that's dirty. Bam, that's he said dirty. he woke. he woke up and she just wasn't there. No, that's dirty. See, what kind of old ass grandpa you gotta be not to know that this motherfucker not there though? But you no, been okay. in the movie when you like? Have you ever dozed off in the movie? Before? Hell yeah, yeah. So you doze off and like somebody could dip. They somebody can make a quiet dip and you would have no idea, and you would wake up like, "Oh shit, what's going on?" Man. Exactly. 
I'd be hurt. You don't you don't know if they went to the bathroom. You don't know if they went for snacks. You don't know how long you've been asleep. You don't know shit. See, I, I was thinking this nigga was sleeping through the credits and he woke up nigga sweeping. <laughs> like, sweeping shit. That's what I thought. Not in the middle of the movie. Bro. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> he woke up to an MVP theater. <laughs> All the lights on. <laughs> oh shit, yeah. I don't know, man. I I mean so most of the shit I see both sides, and like I said, she it's, it's no way you could justify what she did. That's foul, bro. But I just think he could have just went about his day. It's Ubers. It ain't like he, she left him abandoned at the hood or some shit. He was at the movie theater. Get an Uber and go home, bro. Yeah, no, no, I understand that. But I could definitely see how if it was switch. Oh yeah, I mean, but you you already know that. You already know that. Yeah, it's it's, it's different. It's different. <laughs> did y'all see why uh, Von Miller got traded? That's not why he got traded. Fam. They saying why. that's why he was fucking up the environment, bro. What was that's he doing? He he said uh they said he was mad that uh cuz I guess he has like an annual Halloween party and all the teammates come in and chip in and um you know for the festivities and shit like that. I guess he he, he like started planning like this Halloween party. He had Quavo coming through and all, all this shit. And then they start losing. Like, you know, they started the year like 4-0 or something, 3-0 or some shit like that. Then they start losing, and niggas stopped trying to chip in. It was like, hey, nigga, we need to practice. We don't need to be focusing on Halloween party. He he even tried to cancel. He was like, I don't know. We not winning. I fake just want to cancel it. Some people still talked him into it. Mm -hmm. And then he proceeded to throw the event. Now, some people who said they wanted to go said they didn't show up. But they still paid a little something because they said I could have said something. But yeah, he was basically it was like a six figure party. He was trying to make sure everybody put in their pennies to pay this shit off. Yeah, and niggas wasn't going. Niggas wasn't paying their shit. And so he they said he was pissed, man. No offense, confirmed. They was like, man, this nigga was fucking up the locker room with his BS about this party, dog. <laughs> that nigga, nigga walking in slamming his locker. <laughs> We had Domingos! Right. <laughs> God damn it! Y'all tripping, man! <laughs> oh, dog. Yeah, dog that's that funny. Pissed. But yeah, he got traded to the Rams, man. I know he was happy about that shit. Oh, yeah. That's like waking Rams up in heaven squad? after you niggas just sent you down to hell. Shit, <laughs> yeah, niggas ain't paying for the Migos. The <laughs> <laughs> nigga ended up in LA. Hey, I ain't mad at that at all. Yeah, for sure. Um, what's his name might have tweaked on that LA shit though? Djax, that nigga ain't getting picked up. No, I, I just if they would have picked right. him up, they'd have a cover for us. He'll get picked up somewhere. It'll just give it'll be a lot less money. Mm. Oh, okay. Uh, what else happened? Saw so Jay Z got enshrined in the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, he said uh, he shouted out Dame man, and after Dame. Said he was down to work things out with him. Y'all think y'all they gonna resolve their shit? No. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Just because I don't know, I don't know if, Dave, if Jay wants to work anything out. Like just because I shout you out, it don't mean like y'all literally link again. It's like nah, we just stay over there. Yeah, Dame seems like the type of nigga. I don't, I don't really want to. <laughs> if I'm Jay, I'm I'm, I'm reengaged with. <laughs> hey, we, we better apart, man. I always respect you for everything we did, but yeah, I don't. I don't think I want to be around Dan. So that's real. Uh, apparently, Joe Button, according to the internet, Joe Button bisexual. 
that was a fun couple hours. <laughs> I didn't know what. I, I just seen this nigga trending. I'm like, what? And they like he came out as blind. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and the craziest thing is, I listened to that episode. And I was like, Wait, what? What did he say? This <laughs> is that on Patreon? <laughs> it's a secret episode. Yeah, I was so confused. But hey, that just shows how like you could take a clip and. Niggas can run with it. Hey, it was official sources that. running with that shit, bro. <laughs> that was that was crazy, man. Yeah, I, I saw it. And I was like, it's no way this nigga said that. Because his podcast space keeps getting smaller. You talking about his base or the like space? his his uh, network? Oh yeah, them. Um... It's, it's just them. Yeah, <laughs> the <girls left. laughs> he, he is the network. Damn, I ain't I seen that. Up. I ain't seen shit for that other one in, in months. Was that? Uh, oh, that um, the Karen Civil joint. Yeah, she was talking about doing another episode. I don't know what happened. Yeah, it's just them, man. <laughs> you gotta watch how you treat people, man. <laughs> it's just, it's just I don't know. This their their departure didn't sound like it was mis mishandling. It just sounded like a. It was only a one year deal. I don't know. It seemed kind of weird. No, oh, okay. It seemed like it weird to set like do a one year deal to help somebody set up their platform to then go independent. But yeah, and now it's just y'all the network. But hey, yeah, yeah. I saw uh, Tahiri tried to clear things up, and did she clear things up? <laughs> like she was like, uh, Joe may be a woman beater, but he's not a. Uh, he's far from a bisexual. I was like. See, see, that's that. Yes. That's that opportunity shit. Nobody was even looking for you. Okay, like, I don't. <laughs> I don't think she was trying to make it better, yeah. because there's nothing wrong with being bisexual. Not, it, not at it's all. Nothing wrong with being one of those. He may be a woman beater. He may be the <laughs> evilest nigga. But he ain't he he a bisexual. Not, though. He, he is don't not ever tarnish his name. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit, man! Yeah, to hear you kind of made things worse. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, but shout out Joe Budden, man. Uh, the Phoenix owner was wilding, bro. It, it sparked the whole. We talking about niggas wilding. The Phoenix owner was wild. Uh, allegedly, That's, allegedly, by the way. That's another thing. I didn't see the complete details of what what was all said. I just know it was some racism in there. Yeah, so the Phoenix Suns owner, uh, what's his name? Something Sarver. Robert Sarver. Yeah, Robert Sarver, Sarver, whatever his name is. Uh, he was accused of being a racist by multiple people. Earl Watson was one of those people. Uh, one one staffer said that he would come up to him and call him Carlton and make him do the Carlton <laughs> dance. <laughs> And he would make him do the Carlton dance in front of the other uh, employees. Uh, another person said that he said that these niggas need a nigga and referring to the team. No, because they were trying to figure out why they he hired Earl Watson. I think, no, it was why he hired Lindsey Hunter instead of Dan Marley. Mm-hmm. When Lindsey Hunter had only been on the staff for like one year. And Dan Marley had been there. He was like, man, these niggas need a nigga yeah. to, to lead them. <laughs> so <laughs> then he allegedly was asking why Draymond Green could run up and down the court saying nigga and he couldn't. 
he couldn't say the word. Like he, it's a lot of it's a lot of shit going on here, bro. These oh. this is these are honestly moments that in the workplace I have prayed for. Yeah, <laughs> I have prayed for moments like this so I can so it can be my out. Because if somebody came up to me and told me to do the Carlton <laughs> and asked and told me that these niggas need a nigga. I would cry for 30 days and 30 nights for the blessings bestowed upon me. It's not even just saying, hey, do the Carlton. He's calling him Carlton. And then telling him, hey, do the dance. Carlton. Bro, he's walking down the hallway, regular ass Joe. They said he was doing other wild shit, like telling people how good his wife's head was. Okay. Um, Passing around a picture of her in the bikini. Um, they said that this one woman was complained about that a coworker like exposed himself to her, and their solution was to like move her desk two desks back from his, so they weren't like near each other. I don't know. This it's not like a wild, crazy bro. workplace. And that's when you get that money, bro. You just don't give a fuck, man. And you know the solution is just gonna be he has to sell, which means he's gonna get billions of dollars and hell yeah, going to hide it. Yeah. Sounds like a fair. Because that's legit what Donald Sterling did. Like, nobody's heard from him since. Although, just like these stories, his story is one of the funniest, like, funniest stories ever, bro. Like, that interview is up there with the R. Kelly hogtie interview. (laughs) It's the greatest shit. He got (laughs) eight. He's like, what? Big Magic Johnson. What has he done? (laughs) They really really got him on saying, just don't be seen with them. Why do you have to be seen with them? <laughs> Bring them to my game. <laughs> yeah. This nigga made it sound like it was so reasonable. You can go anywhere. Just don't bring them to my games. Oh, so, so, like we say, sometimes racism is hilarious. Uh, it is. But, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's it that I have. Uh, I, I saw some video of, uh, what's that girl's name? Coyle Ray. She was about to perform Big Purr and had, had these random ass choreographed. Like, I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, cause I, at first I was confused. I was just like, okay, she doing like this ninja shit with swords. I was like, what song is she about to perform? <laughs> and then it just was like, they come me Big Purr. I was like, what? <laughs> I was so confused. <laughs> I feel sorry for them niggas dressing them cloaks. <laughs> Like doing the snake on the ground, fam. I would, <laughs> I couldn't do that. Shit. Dog, I was so confused, fam. But shout out Coyle already, man. She Say broke up with in, uh, what's in... her name? Presser? Yeah. Oh man, I swear. When I'm at work, I'll be trying to watch these Breakfast Club interviews. His was so impossibly hard to get through. Dude, you you the last of dying breed. You still watch the Breakfast Club <laughs> interview, fam? Sometimes I just need something to listen to while I'm doing work. So I throw them shits on. Man, he said, like, you feel me. No, you dig me, like, every three seconds. I was like, bro, I can't do this. Are you from Toronto, ain't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's some that's Toronto slang. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's that's all I got until we get into music, man. I got any other stories before we get into music? Nah, I'm ready. I'm ready to tell yeah, some, let's, some let's, shit. I feel, like this, I feel like this one's going to take a good amount of time, so you might as well just. Yeah. Might as well address it. All right, man. Uh, Summer Walker, still over it. 
first of all, I'm starting off with a round of an applause because she did two hundred and ten thousand of first week projected. So I didn't know how big of an impact she had on. Uh, I don't want to call it thought culture. Uh, <laughs> heartbreak culture. I I call it that. I didn't know how big her impact was until she did two ten, bro. Those are big boy numbers. She's a superstar. Superstar. Cemented damn near. So, uh, I mean, let's get into it, man. What y'all what y'all think about it? Uh Still Over is the album title. Uh I gave it two listens. I like it, man. I like it for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um I don't want to compare it to the last one. Last one's a, a classic, mm-hmm. classic album. One of the, one of the I would say one of the greatest R&B albums I've heard in in a long time. But this one was good. I wasn't I wasn't upset at it. There, there's a lot of songs on here that I, I really liked. I really liked Bitter. Um, the song with SZA was great. Uh, that song with Dirk. Even even the X for a reason it sounded better. Um, not as a single. Um, but yeah, I I, I messed with it. I, I think she did what was needed to be done. And I like how personal it was, and I like how she was dropping names. I like, I like that shit. When you just, you know, you a messy it, ass nigga. No, you know no, I like that because it's, it's, it really felt like this is a real personal album. I like when they, you know, like fuck the subs and all that. She, she was really dropping names. I like it. I like it. Okay. Uh, standouts for you? Any, any side notes about anything on the album? Um, oh, one thing. I was not expecting London to do damn near this whole album. Fam. Yeah, he's on like half the song. I mean, he produced like half the songs. He might have produced 75% of this shit. It, like 80% of it, which it, it kind of confused me, but I understand. It was they was working on shit, so it makes sense. But um Yeah, I think he did. I, I think he did great, but I'm glad that she really I'm glad she came back with this one. And it was good to me. I thought it was solid. Um a little long, but I'm not too mad at it. Yeah, she Fuck de- Sierra's prayer. Get that bullshit out of here. <laughs> <laughs> she definitely uh, Luda and stumped him uh, with with these beats. That shit is wild. Yeah, see what you what you think, bro. Uh, I, I listened to this album multiple times, and my experience changed each one. Mm-hmm. By the time I really finished. This album was hilarious to me. Because <laughs> the album's hilarious. Because <laughs> I just I just kept changing my perspective on this on like what was going on. Because I think for the most part, all right, you're assuming all of this has to do with them and that part of the relationship, right? Mm-hmm. So for some reason, I was like, let me just see how old this nigga really is. So apparently, he's thirty, and she twenty five. Mm-hmm. So for part of me, it's like, okay, I can kind of hear some of the age difference in the songs. What you mean? Give us an example. Well, I guess it's, instead of it's like, it's, it seemed like she was just talking to a, a nigga who didn't give a fuck anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and I kind of was taking that in every song. Like, I could see, the way she was describing him, like, you could tell he was doing some patronizing shit. Like, you know what? I'm, you right. I'm the worst. I'm the worst. Leave me this type <laughs> shit. Mm-hmm. So hearing these songs with this spice, 
had me cracking up. But also, man, it's I'm not saying that like there need to be all types of accountability all throughout this album, but to see the response to this album and hearing the intro to Bitter, and was basically Cardi was telling her to shit on this bitch and she section aided <laughs> you not like what what the fuck is y'all doing? That was crazy. This shit really is absurd. <laughs> um, it has some good songs on it though. Um, that fucking unloyal shit was absurd. Like that beat was was it was something special. That's the Ari one, right? Yeah, yeah that one. That shit was something special. But other than that, man, this is just a lot of shit that I feel like all niggas have heard when they gone through breakups before. Because if you talk about you don't know me, well. You know when you get to that point, it's just like, okay, what are we doing here? It's, a lot of this song, these songs, I think, made me realize when you were kind of having that argument and they start saying something that you're kind of confused or like unfamiliar where they're even getting this from, and you want to stop them, but you know it's only going to make it worse. A lot of that was this. That's how I heard every song here. Okay. Yeah. Uh, any other notes, standouts, or anything that you, you want to? Um, I mean, the Scissor song was fire. Um, constant bullshit, unloyal, super fire. I ain't really fuck with that Omarion song. I didn't either. I I ain't like that nigga verse. It was like every other time, like I'm dropping dick. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I I like I like summers. I like summers part of it. Fourth baby mama. I don't. (laughs) Film, I'm like, you knew what it was. Why are you doing this? I was gonna touch on that in my in my shit. The I don't know what the fuck that prelude was to Fourth Baby Mama. What Bruh, was that? That they need to take that off immediately. <laughs> like that was terrible. <laughs> Who was that singing? I don't know. It was like some. Is that RL? <laughs> don't tell me RL is singing. Oh. <laughs> bro, it sounded like RL or somebody, bro. That sounded terrible. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, my my opinion is I, I, I still don't have an opinion yet, bro. I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. I came in expecting okay. the best. I've been hearing Rory Ma talk about it. Uh, I was like, okay, Summer got us with another classic. Y'all know how I feel about over it. Uh, I agree with Donna. You were excited I, for this too. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, I I think over it is a classic, and it's one of the best R and B albums of the past five years. Like Donna described. Uh, this one, I don't know what to think yet. I don't know if it's good yet. I think it's a lot of, Summer is very, a very good artist. So if she makes a song, it's very hard to be a bad song. I haven't heard too many like terrible songs from Summer, Summer Walker. Um, but nothing, the Ari Lennox song was good. The Scissor song was good. Constant Bullshit is good. And uh, it's another one like Broken Promises or something like that. It's uh, good songs, but nothing gave me great. Nothing gave me single, uh, single material, radio material. And I'm saying that you have to have that, but I can't see none of these songs taking the next level unless I sit with these. And I don't know if that's because my music mind is changing or my ears changing. Where, um. Like it has to be a standout or something I I like take from it for it to be good, mm-hmm. or if it's just like that because I know I felt that way with Drake shit like Peak and Jaded 
I sat with those at first. At first, listen, I didn't really fuck with those like that. But when I sat with mm-hmm. the album, they really grew on me and became yeah, they became like my favorite ones because I started listening to like what was going on in the songs. Um, I think that's gonna have to be what it is on this one. Okay, I don't, and I know this kind of happened for me. So let, let me know if this happened. Same thing for y'all, but I, part of part of me feels like I couldn't fully receive the album, maybe the way that I I could have or should have, just knowing kind of everything that's kind of already played out in the public. And hearing it again, just in musical form, made me kind of just over it already. That's part of it. Maybe, maybe. I think the hype, the hype tied into it. It always works like that when something is like very, very hyped. Like I was hyped about the shit, so I, I think that kind of affected my my ear. I, I'm expecting like this grand masterpiece when sometimes it's just a continuation of our life. And that's what it is. Yeah. So, uh, I, other than that, I mean, I was like, uh, C said with the, the fourth baby mama, that shit was wild. Uh, and so, sometimes I just get tired of hearing the same shit over and over again. I think that's one of my things too. Like, okay. You- and, and I guess this, this is the point that I'm, I know because I know this is going to go. The same shit over and over again does wear thin. But then you know there's the audience that says all Future does is do the same shit over and over again. What's the difference in the song making ability that allows you to still uh, appreciate or value his when he does it but makes it a little difficult now? I'll bring up uh, while I'm looking. I'll bring up an example of a future album, and I'm not saying that a lot of his shit he raps about isn't similar, but if I go through a track list, it, it's different songs. Like you got "Thought It Was a Draw," "I Serve the Bass," "Where You At," "Groupies," "Lil One," "Stick Talk," "Free Code," "Rotation," "Slave Master," "Blow a Bag," "Colossal," "Rich Sex," "Blood on the Money," "Trap Niggas," "Percocet," and "Stripper Joint." I'm not gonna read the rest, but y'all get the point. Um, you don't you don't feel like it's as specific to yes a particular person or situation. Yeah, this song, this album. If we go through the the track list, all of them really bitter. No love. Throw it away. Reciprocate. You don't know me. Circus. Insane. Constant bullshit. Switch a nigga out. Unloyal. Closure. Toxic. Broken promises. It's all the same thing. <laughs> it is. It's like if you put in a keyword generator and typed in like bad relationship, all these words will come up. Mm-hmm. And hey, if it's a concept album or you getting off what you feel like you've been going through, that's fine. Uh, but the reason I enjoyed her last shit is because you had songs like, okay, you had songs like Over It, but you also had songs like fucking Come Through. You also had songs like Fun Girl <coughs> and shit like that. Girls Need Love. Uh, just might and even just just might is different like she talking about hoeing <laughs> mm-hmm. i'm cool with it like drunk dialing like <laughs> she, i mean she got the she got the songs that she's talking about like being in bad relationships 
and all that shit, but she also has other things. And I'm not saying this is a bad album because of that, but I'm saying why I prefer one album to the other uh, in, in relation. So you, you can feel this being, uh, at least for yourself, more short term than long term as the, as the other one was? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Because it's hard for me to go back and, like, what am I going to go back to as a man and sit with? Drake is easy for me to go back and listen to a Jaded or a Peak or something like that. Mm. Uh, some of these songs I'm not going back to even like when I'm in those situations and sitting with. Wait until you're on your fourth baby mama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that shit with Dirk was pretty good. That's toxic. I, and I think um, the song with SZA will be one that you'll go back to. Okay. Sure. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna go back and listen to it, but it's just like after I listen, and that's why I do the the splits that I do. When I listen to, it, I have one song, songs that I put on my iPhone. Those are songs I really want to hear over and over again. Songs that I keep, that's when I run the album back or whatever. Songs that I delete, I just don't want to hear them shits no more. Uh, mm-hmm. I kept every damn near every song on here except for like the uh, fourth baby mama shit, uh, the first part of that. You really got beef for four play moms. Yeah, and oh, the Marion song, I deleted that as well. Uh, but other than that, I mean, I can run through the album. It's it's a good album. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, overall, what's the, what's the grade? I might do damn. Our first list, I'm gonna give it seven point five. I give it seven. See, I can do seven five as well. Okay. All right. Uh, next album. Got the nigga that's getting into a little bit of trouble. Um, Travis Scott dropped a two-piece, uh, Skate Plan and Mafia. How, how are we feeling about mm-hmm. those? Oh, man. I, I like both of them. I just realized I said the name of that single. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's yeah, that's nuts. But no, no, I fuck with uh, both of them songs. I thought they were solid. Yeah, same. Uh, I, I really like Escape Plan. Uh, Mafia, this is iffy to me, but I, I thought it was decent. Yeah. Uh, see, so did you, you hear? <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't listen to it. Oh, dang. Uh, Key Glock dropped the yellow tape too. How we how we feeling about the yellow tape too? This is one of those albums. Like, I, I mean, kind of piggyback off what we was talking about earlier. Uh. This is one of the albums, like, it, it sounds like one long-ass song. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's not bad. And I feel like when it comes to Key Glock, that's not that bad. So I, I was messing with it. Definitely sound like uh, Key Glock. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's as much as I could say. Like, it's he makes the type of music. Certain artists just make the type of music that you just put on, and it's just like, all right, it's there. It's, mm-hmm. it's, I'm not looking too much into it. He makes that type of music. I wasn't disappointed. I, I thought he came uh, with a good amount of shit. Okay. So you still hear it? Yeah. Um, I mean, for me, I, when I fuck with Key Glock, I just usually look for, like, playlist songs. Songs I can take to put onto a playlist and enjoy there. I feel like I got a good amount of those here. Um, definitely some fire-ass gym music. Um, I'm not necessarily looking for a complete body of work, so I was I was pretty pleased with it as a whole. Okay. Tony was one of them standouts. Uh, it ha- it has some joints that 
I mean, I feel like we're strong showings, and it makes you want to continue to be a fan of Key Glock. So I was, mm-hmm. I was pretty pleased. Okay. Do y'all feel like this pushed him forward in here? No. In what capacity? As far as his stardom, as far as his career, you know how you, yeah, certain artists have certain tapes that I feel like, like if you look at uh, NBA Youngboy, 38 Baby pushed uh, Youngboy forward. I don't know what a Key Glock fan, who a Key Glock fan is. So I don't know if I can answer that. I would say, in in my opinion, it didn't really do that for me. Like, I fuck with the album. It didn't make me, you know, make him, make me look at him any different. I'll say that. But it, it, it had some good shit on here, though. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, my opinion on it, like, <clears throat> I, I, I liked it. I, I thought it was a lot of good songs on here. Nothing, to me, nothing was really great on here, though. Uh, I like the single he put out. That's that's probably the closest I would say, uh, to a great song. Um, but yeah, nothing really stood out, and I, I really like Heat Glock. I think he's a real good artist. Um, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't really get anything from him. This one. Yeah, this, I, I was. Ex- I think going in, I was thinking to myself, all right, is this the one that makes me say, I right, he's kind of like he don't really need Dolph like that. Mm-hmm. But I kind of. I like the pairing, and I think after hearing this, I kind of wanted to hear Dolph on some of this shit. Yeah, because you know, we I, we talked about that, right? I, I think we did somewhat. Yeah, how he kind of needs to stand out on his own thing, and while I still I still believe that, I think that it might. Do y'all feel like it would have benefited from features? Yeah, I, I think little, maybe from little... from a. I guess from a notoriety perspective and getting people to engage, getting non key Glock fans to engage with it. Yes. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you were a key Glock fan, this was good. If I don't know if this would make you a key Glock fan or if this would draw you in to become a key Glock fan. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay. All right. Any other albums that came out this week? Hmm. Any that mattered at least? Yeah, those are the only two I listened to. Uh, no, that Terrence Martin album. Oh, I listened to a couple songs on there. That Terrence Martin album is uh, definitely worth listening to. Okay, hundred percent. It's not. It's uh, at least for me, it was. It's some really good songs that you're definitely going to pull off, but the whole shit as as a flow. Um, yeah, definitely that one. And then um, what? Uh, Two Chains put out the. A deluxe of True Religion. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, anyway, listen to it. And the extra songs. I saw you put some extra songs on there. Yeah, I didn't listen to it. I saw there was a Wiz feature and a Big Sean feature. No, it's the never mind. Yeah, that's classic tape though. We gotta give them flowers for that tape. Are you gonna go catch him? Catch try to catch him live. Catch who? Catch him. Uh, he's doing like a a, a concert, like a, over a couple cities of. The album. Oh, tape. shit. That might be decent. Uh, no, I'm, I'm staying away from all shows and festivals from now. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. It was too yeah. soon to ask you. Yeah, Traumat- Traumatized. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Amine dropped his uh, 2.5, man. I hope he got a Becky part two on here. Nah, come on, man. <laughs> I'm assuming nobody listened to that. Nah, I, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't have an issue with him. I, I, mean, I, I think I'm going to. 
to listen to it probably. I just just you know, I don't like, run to him. Yeah. No, I don't, don't say I run to this nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that uh nah, man, that framing. <laughs> uh but yeah, as far as albums, I think that's about it. Uh this Bruce soundtrack that the City Girls made, anybody check that out? The what? Bruce soundtrack. I didn't are you, are you saying Bruce? Bruce. Like uh, if you fall down you get a bruise. No, is, what's Bruce? What, what, is that a it's a show. I guess a show or movie on Netflix. They said the City Girls and other women stars are on this album. I'm gonna have to check that out. What that? What's that about? But we'll, we'll talk more about it next week. We're running low on time. Uh, as far as singles, Bruno Mars, Anderson Park dropped a new uh, Silk Sonic uh, single. Man, God damn! <laughs> I thought they were going uh, drop the three one lead. Oh, you thought it was looking like <laughs> you it. thought they was fumbling. This was the it was looking like it. This was the one. Man, oh. this is a good, a very good song. Yeah, amazing. No complaints from me at all. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the best one that they've dropped, or they still got a, the, uh, what's the first song they dropped? Leave the Door Open Leave or whatever. Dead. Nah, that still might be the best one. I, I, Me personally, I think I like this one more than that one. I, I and I love leave the door open, but I really like. Oh this. yeah, no, no. Personally, yeah, I like the other one better, but I think. Oh yeah, it's probably not gonna surpass leave the door. Yeah, open. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What's this the name? Was... What's the name talking his shit on this one? Uh, Bruno. Yeah, Bruno. Like bitch, I was like, God damn, Bruno, go crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's just fine. I'm interested to see what this album's gonna be, because I I I really like this song. But mm-hmm. I don't know if I want a full album of this sound. Luckily, it's short. From what I think I saw on Apple Music, it's only like nine songs. Oh, I'll take that. All right, that's cool. That's cool. Yes, yeah, it's, it's not It's not too lengthy, so. Yeah, if it was going to be like 15 songs, uh, I can't, nah. Y'all going to have to throw in some 80s or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, throw in a different pit. I, I don't know if I can listen to that same sound yep. over and over again. Yep, it's exactly nine songs, and one of them is the intro. Oh, all right, that's perfect. Oh, yeah. I'm with it then. Okay. Uh, so who else? Anybody else drop a single that I'm missing? Bobby Schmurder dropped his single. Yeah, I need him to take a little break. <laughs> it didn't. I'm, when I listened to it, it didn't sound that bad. Once it got to like the middle, the beginning sounded like this was gonna be one of the worst songs I ever heard. Mm. But it was, it was cool. It was cool. But I'm not. I don't. I don't think I'm interested in his music. What does he need musically? I'm beyond. I think he just needs to stop. <laughs> I don't think. As crazy as it sounds, like he had that. Like, uh, what was his shit? Hot nigga? Is that in the song? Yeah. Yeah. Hot nigga, cold. Computers. Computers. Fire. Bobby bitch. Uh, fire. Don't do yeah, that. Yeah, you know he was pushing himself a little with that. We we, we let it slide. We let it slide because it was Bobby. But you you ain't listening to Bobby bitch no more. You don't even want to hear you that. Throw Bobby bitch I on. I still I, catch a little. I Bobby bitch. I don't want to hear. Bobby. I want to hear that. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I don't know if music is. This might sound harsh. I don't know if it's his thing. I think he should just dance and let uh Rowdy. That's who needs to be making music. That nigga ain't missing. Don't say this nigga Magoo, it. man. <laughs> <laughs> Just had that nigga dance, bro. This nigga said he a Crip Magoo. 
<laughs> Damn, man. Nah, I fuck with I fuck with Bobby. I feel like maybe it's it's just sometimes your wave has just passed, bro. And being in a bing, man, that shit don't help out your creativity and your you know all your sauce and shit. So yeah, it's just one of those situations, bro. I I think it's time has passed. All that dancing, like that nigga be swaying his hips like a uh, swaying his hips like a fucking West Indian, bro. Like he gotta stop that, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's, I don't know. If, I think it's just the type of songs he's making. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't even know what type of songs these are. I'm honestly confused. I don't know what lane he's really going for with his new shit. <laughs> nah, that's real. No, that's like you're honestly confused. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know what he's doing with this. <laughs> uh, Lotto dropped Southside. Um, I haven't listened, but the the cover looks kind of decent, so I might check it out. She's back to her bullshit on this. I'm oh, you like it? One. Okay. Yeah. This is the Lotto we wanted here, not that. I don't even know what that shit was. Big dick energy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That song's nuts. This was good. Okay. Uh, French Montana dropped a new single with Fivio. I think he got an album coming out this week called Panicky. Who? French? Or? French, yeah. French has an album coming out this week. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I'm not. I, I, I saw a clip of this one. I didn't I didn't listen to the whole thing, though. Yeah. After I don't really care, I'm kind of good until the album comes out. I'm going to listen to the album, but yeah, I'll wait till the album comes out. Uh, that's about it that I see. Yeah, that's it. Um, anything? Oh, else? that y'all listen to that post and weekend? Nah, no. that's good Thank one you. right now. Yeah, it's actually pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. And I've been I've been hard on that nigga post, but this, this <laughs> one's this one <laughs> this one's solid. <laughs> I don't this have a solid. I don't have a problem with post. I didn't I I have a problem with the way post did black people. He did the same way Black uh, Justin Bieber, MGK. He did that same shit. But you hear songs like Sugar Rafe, and you know Post can still make music. Like that last album was trash, but Sugar Rafe is one of my like that's one of my songs right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, um, I don't know, man. It, this one was good. This one was good. We can't kill it too. Chopped it up, with Abel. Got him, got him back yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You back on that bullshit. <laughs> All right, I'm going to have to check it out. But uh, anything else before we go into shout-outs, man? I think we good. All right. Uh, don't know what you got, player. Um, I want to shout-out. What's that dude? Is it I Don't Know or is it IDK? I think it's IDK. So, uh, shout-out to him. I saw he teamed up with, like, Credit Karma, you know, to – uh help kids manage their finances and everything. And that's dope, man. Mm. I feel like the the earlier you learn about getting your credit right and, and how to manage your money, the better. It it, it, it prepares you for life and, and being grown. And and I feel like that's that was a that was a dope idea, man. So shout out to him, man. Okay, okay. And I wanted to touch on this before we get fully into shout outs. We forgot Rick Ross is dropping the album. Uh, mm. December twelfth. Uh, that album cover is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that music hey. better be fire. Bro. <laughs> I, think we, I think we we were about to miss over this, but uh, the AKA's beef with uh, Issa Rae still is bubbling. It's still going know. on. I thought we talked about that last week. Did, they said they You didn't see where they said they were formally gonna like do something about it. Man, I love if this. they don't get the fuck out of here. <laughs> 
Oh, I love this. Let's see what they're going to do. I'm interested. <laughs> I'm interested now. Yeah, they can't do shit. If it's been clear, they can't do shit. So, uh, yeah, I just wanted to throw that in there. Richard and I have ever been December 10th. Uh, them gloves is wild. That ring on top of the gloves is wild, but he rich. He can do whatever the fuck he want to do. As long as the music is fire. Yeah. It's, it's really, it's, 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 I hate to say this, but it's given Easter Sunday, but. <laughs> Don't say it's <laughs> given on this podcast again. <laughs> I said I hate to say it, man. I said I hate to say it. <laughs> on your money on your bag, yo shit. <laughs> I said I hate to say it. Oh, but yeah, shout out Ross, man. We're looking forward to the music. Yo, with them gloves, it better be. It better be. It better be fire, fam. Uh, see, what you got for shout outs, man? Uh, first shout out, man. Shout out to Odell. He he finally free. Um, where you think he going? Whatever. My 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 top guesses would be. I'm assuming he doesn't. He makes it through waivers. My list would be, the Rams, the Chargers. Dallas and maybe fuck. I don't know. You don't think he's gonna do some stupid shit like go back home? No, if 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 Jameis wasn't hurt, I think he would have went to New Orleans. But I think with the fact that he's hurt, he doesn't go there. Okay. Maybe I, I would also uh, I also would want him to kiss oh Green Bay. Green Bay. He'll probably consider Green Bay. It, uh, reporter brought up like what he wouldn't want to go to like a cold city, it, especially because he leaving Cleveland. So, my thing is, I'll, I'm I'm only looking at it from a one year perspective. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Sense. Only looking at he at him where he's just gonna finish up this year because you I mean if he finishes up the year, he gets a ring. He's he's good. All he can do is go get paid and stay in warm cities all he wants after this. Yeah, if he wasn't looking for a winner. Team, I would say go to the Bears, man. You are like because you can grow with Justin Fields. They don't got no weapons. You're gonna be the primary target. He's still yeah. a young quarterback, but I don't think the Bears. Are I mean, that, that, that and that'll maybe be next year. Right now, the season's already halfway over. Yeah. Like, no team is gonna offer you a full contract. Yeah, right we now. also got room for you down in Tampa, man. Think about it, dog. I always got room for niggas like that. Hell no, commissioner got it. He got to. He got to intervene if that bullshit happened, dog. Yeah, so no way. Uh, you got any other uh, shout outs? Let's see. Um, shit. Did I have anybody else? I think I did, but it don't really matter. Oh man, Southside coming back on the eleventh, man. Make sure y'all if you ain't caught, if you ain't watched the first season, it's on HBO Max. Go watch it now. Get all the way caught up, uh, so you can enjoy this shit with us. You guys see the trailer? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that shit gonna be hilarious, bro. <laughs> I'm waiting. The greatest TV comedy, in my opinion, in a, in a minute, bro. I, I can't think of I back it. back to the the beginning of time, but in a, in, in a recent minute, like I I go back. I think I've watched Southside season at least six or seven times, all the way through, over and over again. Is is yeah? It's definitely one of those. Yeah. So. Uh, my shout out is going to Wu Tang man. They got renewed for the final season, uh, third season. So I'm pretty sure they're gonna go into like uh, ODB dying and uh, when they got like they big success success. So it should be interesting. I I thought honestly they could have left it where it was because it kind of like opened it up to like this is when we popped and everybody kind of had their own careers and shit. 
But um, you know, I think it'd be uh interesting to like dive into like when ODB popped, when Method popped, or Meth popped, uh, and shit like that. So I I, I always think Method Man's career is always one of the most curious. Uh, not that's not the word I'm looking for. Interesting success stories from a rapper, because in my view, he should have been way bigger than he was, but. I don't know. It just didn't translate to albums and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, that's true. But yeah, um, it should be good. It should be good. Uh, also, shout out to ASAP Ferg, man. He uh, just cut off all his hair and he said he's starting a new journey. So I was thinking about doing that. Just pop out like with. Huh? <laughs> just pop Wait, out what? with. <laughs> pop out with like the baldy baldy. And just act like I'm on like a ball journey. <laughs> Anytime niggas see me, like, hey, still on it, dog. <laughs> hey, listen, new journey. <laughs> new journey, fam. I'm on it. Hold on. He he Is is this him saying he's gonna like keep it like that forever? No, nah, I think he just resetting. Cause I think he had like tennis ball green hair. Oh, okay. He he ain't do shit there. Yeah. Shout out what's up, man. Nigga gotta fade. He living my life that I want to live. He had a little artsy chick, man. Living my life, bro. Shout out to Ace Uh, yeah. Um, but that's what about it. That? <laughs> that's the ad lib he be doing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to do it. It's, only Fur can do that noise. Oh, that, and I finally listened to that Green Juice shit. That shit was fire. Green Juice with who? Uh, was it Pharrell? It was, oh yeah, Ferg and Pharrell. That's, yeah, that's just amazing. Oh damn! Okay, I'm gonna check yeah, it. Out. That, I feel that shit heavy. All right. Uh, I did not. I also deleted that uh, Summer Walker and Pharrell song. I did not like that. I, I, it's not what I wanted, but I was, I was cool. I understood why. Yeah. So. But uh, yeah, man, we appreciate all y'all for listening. Any final thoughts before we get out of here, y'all? Stay up, man. Stay safe. Get ready for the holidays. It's coming up. For real, for real. Um, condolences. You hype for the holiday? Yeah, man. Uh, Thanksgiving, we got three days off. So I'm probably going to find somewhere to go. Um, yeah, man. I'm, I'm, I'm geek, bro. Geek, man. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. So, holiday season. Love your loved ones. Uh, condolences to the people that uh, died in the Astro World Festival. Um... You know, get well to the people that were injured or seriously injured, whatever you were. And uh, yeah, man, we appreciate all y'all for listening, man. And we'll holler at y'all next week. Is there?